birthday. Because <laughs> I was thinking, anyone whose birthday is today, I think people like that are so special because it's a leap year. Mm. And your birthday comes, what, every four years? That's so special. The youngest people. Mm. Give me like my other, but love that for you. <laughs> Morning, people. Um, it is Thursday, the 29th of February. And as always, you are tuned into TDA the day after. Your f- the home of popular culture. You can have one day off, child. <laughs> <laughs> one day off. <laughs> You're tuned into TDA the day after. The home of popular culture, as defined by the culture. Also, we are your favorite news platform, okay? Because I know a lot of people don't watch the news. And I love that for you, because you can just watch us. You know what I mean? But you are hosted by the best people, as always. Which I am one of them. Your favorite shade queen, my own royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst, Melanin Jam Pact. That is right, man. That is right. You have one day off, a lot happens in the world, child. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. It's <laughs> life. Anyway. Brent, how are you, sir? I am blessed. Thank you very much. Morning, morning. Uh, good morning, Teddy Tibbs. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Everest. B-O-E. Morning, y'all. Big up, big up. Yeah, how are you guys doing there? Yeah, all good, man. You know, can't complain. Chrissy said my morning felt empty yesterday. Oh, babe. To be fair, a lot of people were messaging me like, what's going on? Are you on today? Da, 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 da. I didn't know here when I said we're not on today. <laughs> 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 I definitely said, I definitely said that. I think people think I joke sometimes or like I'm being shaped. I'm so. dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I say, I really say things that I mean. <laughs> no, for real, we weren't there yesterday, but... Do you know what it is, to be fair? I, on a normal day, I would have given more mm-hmm. explanation. Mm. But there was too many people wilding on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know what was in the waters. I don't know what was in the oxygen in the air. People were inhaling a, a few things, a few fumes. And I just thought, do you know what? See? See what you've done. You've ruined it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody else would have got a nice <laughs> explanation and a nice and sweet, oh, we're not here tomorrow, but we'll see you guys on Thursday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have spoken with manners. <laughs> But some of you wanted to act up during the show, Legs and up. then you just no, you skinning out, you little whore, <laughs> <laughs> little whore ass. <laughs> it is, that is cold today. Mm. Where are you going? So, guys, um, Mark's just coming. Really short, on. Thighs and legs out. <laughs> Hide your wives. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, man. But now we did miss you guys. Then it is mm-hmm. weird not having TD on a day. It's just, it's just such a part of, mm. it's such a routine now that it's just, it's yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. It's actually weird. Brent, does it feel weird for you as well? No. Excuse me? No. You come out here, you don't see our lovely faces, don't feel weird? <laughs> um, no. Uh, sorry. Uh, yes, it felt weird uh, because I got an extra hour sleep. Okay, yeah. But so that's why I feel weird for you. My day was still occupied, didn't it? So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, didn't yeah. feel weird to me because I was still... Yeah, you're still in your place of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear it. I went to, oh gosh, I did a hit class yesterday morning, yeah. Like, I'm very strong. Like, I'm I'm realising, I love that for me. I'm seeing, like, what my endurance is like, my strength. It's just a sight to see, honestly, it really is. Like, it's a sight to see. However, I wanted to cry yesterday because I said, what the, what is life? What is this? Seven o'clock in the morning doing burpees. Like, repeatedly, I just felt like, why? Mm. Anyway, big up, Joanne. I'm back there tonight. So that's just that. Dr. Marnie says, missed the end of the show and went to the Discord and everything looking for announcement. Oh, so girl. You're going to message me. I would have replied your message. 
<laughs> I'm just, well, no, Amani, I really wouldn't play your message anyway, but I'm playing. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my head on today. I'm in a great mood. <laughs> so, Esther said she's going ah. to. What did I say? I She said she's going to dive into conspiracy theories right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's, yeah, she's yeah. been activated. Which one? Which one are you going for? She go for all of them. All of them, man. It's <laughs> even the poor man. <laughs> she's a believer, now. She's a believer. Give me everything. I'm, I'm not coming here with dinosaur merch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do all at one time, like? Ain't the one like you're leaning towards? I feel like the celebrity stuff currently has got my because I'm just like, it's. You said it on Tuesday, like it's February, and mm. I was like, oh my gosh, it's just the second month mm-hmm. of the year, and there's so much. Yeah, but it's actual. Long February. It's one day. Mm. And we're only just got to the day today. We're only yeah. eight hours into the day. Into the extra day we got. There's a lot going on. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm very interested. I just don't feel this world is ha- as we think it is. She said you she made you believe everything. <laughs> she raised everything. Did that shit guilty as fuck. Where's the 50 cent? <laughs> I don't care, I didn't say anyone's name, so everyone can smile a lawsuit. But, you know, did that shit. It looks as it's been claimed. So if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. Okay, it's a duck. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dog. <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> it's crazy, but I do. I do want to like. I do want to get into. I want to look into like conspiracy theories and stuff. What's this thing I keep hearing about Kate Middleton? Oh, Kate. Mm-hmm. And I hope Kate comes out with a full fringe. Is that is that the white that was with the the bald guy, the bald with royal. William? Mm. Use that's future king. Is she with him no more? No, basically, she's been missing for a while. So mm-hmm. there's a head. She, we haven't seen her. She's just in the house. No, <laughs> no, she's not. Something ain't right. So either Kate, but someone said maybe Kate got a bad haircut and she's waiting for her fringe to grow out. Someone said maybe Kate got BBL. <laughs> someone said this and it gets dark. So it, it ranges from like funny haha. People think she might be. Gone. Gone. Well, but also, they can't announce it mm. at the same time because of what Charles is, um, what Charles is dealing yeah, with. Yeah. Or they're saying that maybe she's got something else as well. Mm. Maybe she's got like a cancer or something. Mm. And so, but they can't have too many cancers at once. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to take their turn. Mm. Right now, it's Charles' turn. But if they give the world a double whammy of cancer, Oof. everyone will feel sorry for them though. Even more. True. And it could raise awareness. This is it. But then at the root of it, you always have certain people, certain activists that remind you they're pieces of shit. <laughs> so, true. will it? Will it? Someone say, see, Greek, Greek says, I believe the Kate Middleton BBL shouts <laughs> more than I believe the meek rumors. I tell you, you ain't seen a man, any man that can eat wet chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any man that can eat wet chips. Of his ashy, skinny little thighs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, go to a party <laughs> of an industry friend in matching gear. <laughs> they went his and hers outfits. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> the internet is cruel. Because you know what it is about, like, back in the day when people did crazy things. I'm actually going, oh gosh. Back in the day, people did crazy things, yeah. Like, mm. you would only get, like, OK Magazine and mm. stuff like that. They get to see themselves get cooked in real time. Yep. The memes are 
endless. It's crazy. It's crazy. Someone had the one where he was freestyling and did his birthday. And as soon as he said fucking did, he was like. <laughs> I just can't. I'm not going to talk about Meek Mill and Word of Rain because I'm so shy for him. All this evidence in court documents and he's trying to fight academics. I said, what did academics do? Well, how come he can't, he can't type? Oh, Meek. Oh, he's slow. He's got the... The what? The what? He's got the uneducated... <laughs> he didn't pay attention to school. But yeah. it's crazy, though. And he definitely reads at this. <laughs> it's crazy. No, he's, he, like, he is so... He is so slow. He is so slow. And, he, and how he types, it's as though he thinks that everybody just gets, gets it. Gets it. No, no, we don't. To be fair to him, though, don't you feel like the majority do that, too? Yeah, I but his is just like stuff. no, because his is like with confidence, and he's one. He he comes across as like one of those people. Do you know? Do you know that Rock Nation branch picture that just gets circled every year? Do you know that what I'm talking about? Where they're like in this circle and it's him talking, yeah, yeah. and one of the guys is just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it makes sense because I think he he speaks how he types. <laughs> he speaks how he types because he gave people dreams and nightmares. <laughs> let me see next person there. I want to check on. Let me see how Kojo is doing. What's it called? Um, what do you guys know him as? Sid. He loves oh. me, my boy. And see how he's doing. How he's holding up. <laughs> <laughs> First Tory lanes. Now Meek Mill. Had a bad year. Man. Yeah, he, he, so he, he speaks and he acts how he types. Like, oh. Mm. Even when, I remember Nikki's got a song called Barbie Dreams and it's basically like her just played dissing everybody in. And obviously she went out with Meek and whatnot, right? Well, the court documents let us know that. But, um... When it was Meek, see, she was like, oh, Meek still be in my DMs. She's like, I was talking about, I use the braver times like this. But that's how he talks in my mind. That, that's how mm. he, like, he's slow. Slow. Poor guy. That's why he got got. That's why he got got. I just think. I like the fact that everyone's focusing on Meek and everyone's leaving Usher. Why? Usher's a victim of abuse. Is <laughs> 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 if you correct it? Sorry. No, he is. He was groomed. Remember Jermaine Dupree dropped him off at Diddy's house when he was 10 years old? And I remember when Kevin Hart was interviewing Usher and Diddy, and Diddy's out here talking about they used to wrestle in the morning. They used to play wrestle, they used to wrestle in the morning, in the morning when, when Usher would sleep over. Are you waking up wrestling? <laughs> and man, probably went to sleep naked. This is, ah, this is, this dirty, is crazy. It's crazy stuff. So, yeah, I like the fact that everyone's just kind of, you know, Usher's right now has got his things, he's going to go talk. I'll be honest with you, I'm still be there. Well, if he's allowed to come here, I'm gonna be there. But yeah, man, it's all just that reminds me. I saw Marv was talking about this on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, about the price of um Usher tickets. Yeah. That's what we're living at the moment. Well, how much the... did you pay for your ones? 160 something. No, 150. 150, but 150. People are paying like 200 something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that for like the good seats? But I got a good seat. How much was my scissor tickets? Hundreds, isn't it? Yeah, they're hundreds. You don't need really to challenge this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you're you, living the same thing. Where was you see, um, seated? Mm. Like, good, good place. Or just like, decent. Like, okay. yeah. all right. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Because mm. right. the concert's expensive. That's why now I only go to people that I need to see. It's crazy. Oh, gosh. Found some stuff about Chris Brown, too. Honestly, like, gosh. What do you mean? Is He's it? in the court documents and all sorts. Oh, is it on World of Road? Yeah, man. 
What related to Diddy? Yeah, man. Uh, he's been he's been under free coughs. Diddy got everyone, man. Everybody. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> just just assume. Everybody I know in that that court document is Beyonce Jay Z, honestly. Off of the, the court documents, I think correct me if I'm wrong, mm. obviously we'll get into this in more than wrong. Yeah. Isn't it just that he, he mentioned that he slept with Meek? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he showed a video of Stevie J. Yeah. But he just mentioned that he... Yeah, had, like he was boasting, like, yeah, yeah like, I've slept with Usher and Meek. So, what? Yeah. Yeah, so that's... That's, that's, that's his, his hearsay. So we're going to get we're gonna get into this in word order, innit? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. He was basically, he was letting the guy know, like, listen, hey, he was he was trying to get the guy to sleep with him in it. So he's he like to him, listen, stop being, stop acting childish. Because, obviously, I'm paraphrasing. Did he hold your pants? <laughs> he's like, hey, listen, everybody does this. Because basically, the guy was a big fan of Stevie J as well. So he said, Stevie J, look, here's Stevie J on the phone mm. with a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> with the white guy, and then he says, "Every the great everyone does this. I've done this." He's like, "Yeah, I, like I've slept with Meek. I sleep with um, I've slept with Usha. So it's not that deep, man. Put but your that, pants down." That um, sh- the gun, the gun shot. Oh, that one's interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. And then he comes out and says, "Hey, everybody in this room, <coughs> make sure." And tell everybody that this My guy name is going this. <laughs> Can you Imagine. <laughs> it's funny because the guy's lawyer now has spoken up and. We're in a very interesting life as mm. well, where lawyers have Instagrams, and they just put stuff out. Yeah, but it's their like, time. Safe for court. It's their time to come up, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you're a lawyer. Yeah, and you get more, more clients. That's true, actually. Yeah. That's true. But the lawyer basically said how. So with that, yeah, obviously they're saying that this it happened in the studio, the the shooting happened in the studio, but TMZ and the police document says that it happened outside of the studio, but then. After the lawsuit, the studio it happened at then DM the lawyer to say, "Hey, it didn't happen in our studio. It happened a few blocks away." So he's like, "Oh, but you guys told the police though that it was outside." So like, so he's like, "There's holes in everyone's stories because clearly it's not true." Mm. And it happened in the studio, as the guy said. Is the son that's involved? Is that Kim's son? Just is Justin Combs Kim's son, Kim Porter's son? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But just the older one. The oldest one, yeah. Mate, there should be, yeah. The light skin one. Oh, no. No, the one that looks like him. No, Justin's the light skin one, ain't he? Oh. Yeah. So that's not Kim's son. And it's no, it is. It's him and I'll be sure, isn't it? Her and I'll be sure. Oh, yeah. oh. Something like that. Anyway. I'll be needs to rise up. I think. Because they, they're getting his son, child. They're getting his son out of here, too. Uh, whoever's yeah. impersonating me in the chat. My last name isn't that. Yeah, I saw that, man. Who's this punk ass nigga? Oh, no, no, no. It's not, it's not Kim's son. Thank God. That's Diddy's son. They had um, a woman called Ma- Mia Hyten or something like that. Oh, okay. Someone, what's that, what are they doing about you, Brent? Oh, someone's just um, said Esther looks beautiful this morning. And good morning, people. I'm blessed and highly favored. Ah, uh, they're crying a copy. Thank yeah. you, though, for the compliments. I love that. But, um, oh. And it's not Brent's AI. Your AI hasn't gone rogue. No, but that's not how you spell my name. How do you spell it? I should tell them so she can, they can correct oh, it. Oh, no, no. How did the person spell it? First. Oh. Wow. Full, last name and everything. Yeah. Brent called first. That's not my name. Yeah, that's a scammer. I bet you don't. 
nobody block uh, him or her or they. Please let them play. <laughs> okay. You know what? So <laughs> All right. Is it one of them? No. No? You know damn well. Don't ask me silly questions. <laughs> you know damn well. It isn't. Actually, ah, no, there's you. plenty. There's Z, Zai, Zum. Well, in different languages. They speak in different languages in English. This is, this is the pronouns in English. Yeah, yeah. There's X-I and there's Z-I. So it's... There's a lot, basically. So yeah. there could be an it. Uh, listen, when I went on my training, you lot was acting like you lot are above me. I'm trying. All right, then. Yeah, you did need the training. <laughs> <laughs> See, we take comments on board. The man went yes. on the whole training. Very enlightening. So, but that's why there was no show yesterday. You had to do express comprehensive course. <laughs> All right, well... Morning, everybody. Everybody and everybody. All right, let's get into headlines, please. <laughs> All right, so our first headline. Before I go into the headlines, Brent, who, who tampered with the, the sign over there? I keep, what I keep, it? I can't ignore the after. At fair. Uh, it, fell, it fell down. Oh. Somebody uh. picked it up, but I don't think they adjusted <clears throat> it. Okay. All right, so the first thing, Prince Harry, man. He's in the news, and he was contesting a decision to downgrade his security status when he stopped being a working royal. He argued he had been treated unfairly in the changes to his police protection when he still faced significant security threats. So the Duke is not asking for preferential treatment. This is, this is what his lawyer said after the High Court ruling. But they argue that there has been an unfairness in how decisions were made about his publicly funded police protection. When, police Harry, sorry, when Prince Harry... Uh, stepped back from being a working royal and moved to the U.S. He was no longer automatically provided with the same level of police protection given to the royal family. But instead, he had his security uh, decided on by a case-by-case basis in the same way as other high-profile visitors to the U.K. Prince Harry's attempt to challenge how this was decided has now been rejected, with the court upholding the actions of the committee that oversees security arrangements for the royal family. Next headline, and the Home Secretary, James Cleverly, Cleverly has urged pro-Palestine protesters to halt their regular marches, saying that they have made their point. James Cleverly also questioned if the rallies added value to their cause for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. The fortnightly protests were not really saying anything new, this is what he said, adding that no MP should feel bullied into changing their stance. And he said this in an interview uh, with the Times. He also accused, pardon me, he was also, he was accused... Um, of seeing the protest as a hindrance by organizers, um, the Palestine Solidarity Campaign, is what they were saying. Benjamin from the group also hit back saying that Mr. Cleverly did not seem to be appalled by genocide. And our last headline, not too sure if you guys will find this surprising, but apparently more than half of the Conservative Party members believe that Islam is a threat to the British way of life. It's according to a poll that shed lights on the hostility which, with which large parts of the party view the country's second big, biggest religion. The poll of 521 Conservative members by opinion found that 58% say that Islam poses a threat to this country, double the proportion of the overall population who believes the same. It found out that 52% believe the increasingly prominent conspiracy theory that parts of European cities are under Sharia law and are no-go areas for non-Muslims. Um, the findings give insight into why senior members of the party have refused to condemn the recent comments by Lee Anderson about the London mayor, Sadiq Khan, as Islamophobic. They also suggest that the party is shifting to the right on immigration and religion in a way that could prove critical to deciding who, who will be leader if Rishi Sunak steps down after the election. And that's it for the headlines. 
Thank you. Let's get into what you're saying, topic of the day. All right, people. So, um, today's topic of the day, yeah. This may seem like a bit of a silly one, but it can obviously go into very serious territory. And I want to ask you guys' opinion on this, right? So, like, what do you trust your doctor's opinion on? Because you know there's certain things where a doctor may tell you something, you'll be like, mm, I'm not too sure, I'm going to get a second opinion, or I'm just going to Google, and I'm going to trust my gut, or whatever it may mm. be. What certain things do you say, you know what, the doctor's right, and over here, the doctor's definitely not right. You know what I'm saying? What, like, how do you gauge these things as well? Skin stuff I don't trust the doctor about. Okay. Because one time I had, what did I have? I think it was, was it psoriasis or something like that anyway. Mm. Someone's out here telling me I had what Michael Jackson had. What did Michael Jackson have again? <laughs> Ruby, 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 Ruby the Lago or something. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Ruby, who? That's what it's called. Oh, no, that's what Uncle Ruckus has got, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so what's it called? Is it Vitalago? Yeah. Oh, Vitalago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's Ruby as well. <laughs> I didn't have a Ruby. They said I had a V. Um, and I was like, <laughs> I don't sound right. Mm. So certain things, because again, the me- with, the, with medicine, they don't use black skin for stuff. Do you know what I mean? So when they know what eczema looks like on what was the one that kids were having in the nurseries? Not the mumps. What was it? I don't know when. Mumps, pepsis, yeah. something. There was something that all the, that there was a whole pandemic of it with kids in nurseries and stuff, and it was spreading. It might be mumps. No, it wasn't mumps. It was, it was like a skin thing. But basically, stuff like that. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. They couldn't tell when black kids have it because I remember like a lot of black mums and black parents mm-hmm. had to be spreading the images online for what it looks like on black skin because they could only tell what it looks like on white skin. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So stuff, skin stuff, I go to, I, I ask my black doctors. Okay. Because they, I, they just, they know what eczema looks like on white skin. They know what this looks like on white skin. They just don't use black skin enough to know what certain skin conditions look like on black people. So if it was a black doctor, though, however, you would take the black person's opinion because it's like, yeah. okay, cool. I would trust the, the black, yeah. No, yeah, because okay. they would, they they would know. Not in non Asian one. Okay, a black, black. one. Are you talking about measles for children? No, it wasn't measles. It was. But I swear it was like one of them things or something like mumps or measles. Like one of them old school things came back yeah. the other day. I think they, that's recently measles. Yeah, did. recently. Well, isn't okay, it? Maybe it's measles then. And is that a skin thing? And it looks like your skin is like blistered. I'm not too sure, you know. But measles definitely came back. Recently. One of them old yeah. school joints came back kind of yeah. recently. Yeah. People yeah. was talking about it. I remember. Leprosy. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> what did you say? Leprosy. Leprosy. Oh, What's wrong with you? It's too far. <laughs> but um, yeah, so skin stuff, I don't necessarily trust doctors on. Is it foot and mouth? Foot and mouth? No. Okay. I still don't know what that is. I don't know what it means when someone has to put their foot in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> doing it. Well, the foot and mouth are definitely going around, though. What is weird, Mafta? What does that look like? I don't know. So, Brad, do you mind if we get some images up, please? Yo, Starcrow. No, we don't want to do that in the morning. Starcrow <laughs> Star works with doctors. Yeah, Starcrow. He's one of them male nurses. Okay. Okay. Cool stuff. Love that. Big up you. I thought he was going to elaborate on something, man. I thought he, was give, he gave his opinion or something. No, I just didn't know you worked with doctors. Okay. Yes, yeah. I want to put Starcrow as a mm. medical field guy. Too much of a joker. <laughs> okay. That's how he balances his day because he deals with a lot of serious situations. Mm, sees a lot of, you know that I mean? is fair. That is fair. Big up Star Crow, though. Mm-hmm. Every time. Star Crow, him. Yes. So, Margs, Brent, what about you guys? 
I just don't listen to them telling me I'm all right if I know I'm not all right. Okay, but what does not all right feel like to you? Like, I think. Mm. If something ain't normal and they're telling me it's all right, I'm, I'm not listening to them. <laughs> Word. And that's it. I don't give a shit. I know mm. I'm not normal. Mm. Whatever it may be, something misplaced, funny pain here that I'm, that's not that I'm not used to, or I don't know, like, because I know I know my body better than any doctor. I don't give a shit. You get what I'm trying to say? So if I've come to you and tell you that there's something wrong, you're like telling me I'm straight. I'm not having that, man. Mm. I'm saying no, 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 no. Something's wrong with me. Like something's wrong with me. I don't know where we need to look. I don't know mm. what we need to do. But right. something ain't right. And I'll, yeah, I want to be putting it on record as well. I'm saying we need to put this on records because you know. if I did, I need you to lose your job. <laughs> no, but you, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a very no, no, no. I need, to, I, need mm-hmm. to, I, need to, I need it noted on yeah. my notes somewhere that I have persistently said yeah. something's wrong. But you know what it is? That's so important. And a lot of people need to demand that. Because I remember when um, Nicole Thea passed, this pregnant girl, oh, yeah. and she had the boyfriend that danced and they danced and stuff. Mm-hmm. She had been complaining to them about being breathless, about being all these things. And it turns out that there was there was a whole medical situation they missed with her. But then because they weren't making notes, they were like, oh, no, she never told us. But obviously, they've got her YouTube where she's said mm-hmm. stuff. But they're like, no, no, like, then she never told us. So it is important for people to actually press them to make it, make a note. Even if you don't think it's that, make a note. Yeah. Damn, damn shame. Um, Brent, what about you? Um, Anything that comes from... Ugh. I oh, just here we myself. go. Yes, I caught just you too. Caught, because I knew where he was going to go. <laughs> I and I said, I'm not going to get to the mic fast enough. Whoa. Wait, 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 You're not okay, you That's know. bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's bit. Yeah. Mm, filling the gaps. Mm. Um, it's filled. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, I happen to have... I happen to have two doctors in my family, but they're back home. Okay. Um, and when was the last time I went to the doctor? I went to the doctor to... I was going to say, you even registered to a GP. I am. I am. What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? I can't remember. Oh, mm. I think after I had surgery, I needed some painkillers. Okay. And I needed to, it needed to be filled by them. Okay, yeah, So yeah. I just went to collect it. I can't okay. remember the last time it is I went to the, to the GP. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's a blessing, bro. Mm. Uh-huh. This has never been. But would I trust them? I think it depends. Um, if I go in for maybe shoulder pain or whatnot, they're gonna refer me to the hospital, uh-huh. and then mm. when I go to the hospital, then a specialist will see me. So yeah, they're just like conduct, not conduct. They're like an admin. They're like a middleman. Traffic. Yeah. Uh, just pulling up signs and go that way. Okay, that's not what I meant. Hit a vehicle, the conduit, but I'm. Shouldn't ask me about this. I don't really go GP too much. Mm. Is that like a? Is that because obviously you take care of yourself, or is it more so because you feel like these doctors, man? Sometimes no, it's not that. It's that I haven't had a need to. Okay. So you think about it. Yeah? Mm. You're never called to do what you do, you know, because you see a hell of people every week, mm. and dead ass no weapon formed against you really does prosper. Oh, you mean uh, my immune system? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different. It is it's still, boy. Or is it like herd immunity? So you've got everybody coming in there, so you know what I mean. You're either which way. I'm good. I'm, I don't. I don't pop down, right? Mm. Okay. Reason why I'm asking is because obviously we're seeing more and more, yeah, how medical professionals uh, are recommending certain things for society. Mm-hmm. We saw as recent as I don't know a few years ago, COVID. 
the injection. Everyone get the injection. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it will prevent the spread of the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> not only did it not prevent any spreading, it killed people. Ah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly it's according to those who alleged, you know what I mean? That it almost killed them. I'm just relaying their message. So, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> it's, a, it's according to those who alleged it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, you know, those that were knocking that on, was on death's door. That's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> according to alleged parties, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Oh, but, um... Gosh. But stuff like that, though, right? Does that make you start to question? Because I get the impression here yeah, that obviously this I'm definitely speaking generally here. Yeah. But I feel like whenever something is um, okayed in the medical world, mm-hmm. doctors believe it, and that's what yeah. they push to the people. Yeah. Rarely do you get a doctor say, "Listen, try the natural methods, try the you know yeah. what I mean the, the herbal route or this that, and the third. It's like cool, vaccines work or this works and that works. Do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. If we know that this is out there, why do we kind of trust doctors? Because it's... Yeah, I don't know why we trust. I think laziness. Okay. I think sometimes people can't bother to research other ways to um, to sort an issue out. Because mm-hmm. it takes a lot, and it's a lot of trial and error, and blah, blah, blah. But I think with doctors and stuff, I think the reason why I don't really... Especially when it comes to medications and stuff like that, I'm very wary of take this pill, take this pill. Because I just see it as me just putting all these chemicals in my body. Mm-hmm. And it just, something, it just doesn't sit right with me. But also as well, so many shows I watch really highlight how the pharma- pharmaceutical industry yep. is a business. And when as well, because I always read the leaf- leaflets. It started as something I did when I was bored. Mm. And when I'm trying to sack myself up, take a tad, I hate taking medicine. But when I was sacking myself up, take the m- medicine, I would just read what the um, side effects are. Mm-hmm. And it's, sometimes it's mad. But then the thing is that when you have that side effect, they will then tell you, like, mm-hmm. when you, God forbid you, have, you get the side effects. They will give you another medication to combat that illness. Yep. But then you will get another side effect from that one and they give you another medication to combat the drug. I mean, so, but I think for the most part, but also it depends on the kind of illnesses as well. Mm-hmm. Stuff like heart disease and stuff like that. Like, someone might not feel like there's any other options or any other natural ways they can do that. And it's a, it's a trial and error. And I guess when, you're, when you have serious illnesses like that, there is that fear of death mm-hmm. involved. So do you really want to spend time experimenting in mangoes Mm-hmm. That will take probably take for, uh, forever to kick in, yeah. but also as well with natural stuff as well. You can't just it's like when you have a healthy drink, a healthy snack. They always put at the back. You can't just do this. This has to be part of a balanced diet to see a difference. Mm-hmm. So with healthy stuff, you have to change your entire life. Mm. And unfortunately, I feel like the the society we live in does not enable people to be able to make such a transition without it being an inconvenience mm-hmm. to many other things. Yeah. So it's a bit tricky, man. But they are scammers. Where, where should there be a like, this? This, this will definitely be a tough question, right? Yeah. I mean, it may it may be easy for you guys to, to answer. I should say, but um, where should the line be drawn, be, like between doctors, GPs mm. that you see like daily, you can go and see it yeah. at a hospital or you know local GP, and the opinion of those who do research. Because obviously they're going to cross over, obviously. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like somebody has to administer the research, obviously, and, and disseminate to the people. Yeah. But where should should there be a line drawn somewhere where, okay, you can get this sort of um, help from doctors, 
and their opinions have, are, are rooted in, in, in knowledge that's been there for, let's, let's say, 500 years. And then you've got this over here, mm. which is like, okay, this is new research, this, that, and the third. And understand this is what you're going to get over here. So who's in the research? So, you know, like, it could be, I don't know, people in labs, you know what I mean, testing certain things out. And also mm. those who are more um, psychologists as well and, and stuff like that, you know mm. what I mean? Like, that sort of stuff. I think it's tricky because sometimes the research that's done, we haven't lived enough to know. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Like, I think sometimes with a lot with medicine and stuff, like a lot of it is actually rather new. So we haven't lived enough years to be able to fully say this mm -hmm. is the side effects of this or this is how this could be harmful or... It's tricky. Mm. Oh, you seem confused. <laughs> huh? You seem confused. Yeah, I'm not sure what, like, what you're asking because I don't know what... In what circumstances do you take information from researchers? Like, it all comes through... Yeah, they all siphon through the same thing mm -hmm. anyway. If they get if new research is done, they push it to the GPs and then they give us the information. So I don't, I don't get the question because I don't have that. I don't, I can't mm -hmm. explain. Like, I don't have I, no connection to researchers. Or, I don't understand that. You get what I'm trying to say? Like the information that they give me is the information that they give me. Mm -hmm. Wherever they research it, whether it's new technology or, or old technology or new stuff like what Esther mm -hmm. says, I'm not reading. Papers yeah. and and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That so I don't know where the information comes from. I just take it. Yeah. As I, th I think maybe the question sh should be if I change it up more. So, do you feel like there should be like a a certain amount of time that needs to elapse before we take on new information from these researchers? Because like you're saying, the so say like an example, COVID. Then there yeah. wasn't enough time with the vaccine. Yeah. That yeah. kind, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So so instead of them doing the results and saying you know yeah this is what it looks like this and the third. Like, we've known for thousands of years, there's always going to be side effects. You know yeah, well, with, even with that, I knew that, as far as I was concerned, that where they've had to roll it out that quick, we're not going to know what the side exactly. effects of this are until it's too late, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We're going to find that in real time, innit? So, yeah, I'm not listening to no one telling me... Nah, I don't listen to no one telling me nothing anyway, so... Mm. <laughs> that doesn't even matter. Remember, I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I question everything. This I'm, is it. I'm up for questioning it. Because, because obviously, when, when we look in history, right, and even... As recent as COVID, like you just said, we've seen where certain things just haven't gone to plan. And we had people criticizing people, gunning everyone, talking about, oh, you're selfish or this, that, and the third because you don't want to take the COVID injection. Mm. And now you've got the masses who are upset at the, at the government and these so-called medical professionals for saying, you must take the, the COVID injection. You've even, got, you've even still got people saying, no, 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 I took it because I needed to take it and it was a good thing we took it and this, that, and the third kind of finding reasons for why they took it right and and why it was the best decision of their lives but anyway that aside yeah you still got people who like we we, we made life-changing decisions based on something that was um sorted out in the space of like six months or a year you know what i'm saying and we've seen in history how these things have have changed people's lives drastically you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so what i'm saying is do you feel like there should be a mandatory listen Unfortunately, um, yes, we, we know we're suffering from this new uh, disease called COVID twenty eight, but let's just let's just you know what I mean, put our, our, our efforts into this. I but don't know if they was really in a position to do that. Though. They had to find something, didn't it? They had to mm. do something with COVID. Don't you think? Yeah, but again, let's go down the conspiracy um, thingy. What about those people who believe that some of these things were is it, almost like an agenda? So not necessarily that 
it will kill you. So let's just say some, let's just say some powers that be out there tried to put something into the public. And it wasn't necessarily that they wanted to kill everybody, but they wanted to try and see if they could control everybody. If, for example, there was that time period where it's like nobody acted for five years, then I guess you've got enough time for people to actually think and make decisions for themselves and say, you know what, after five years, I'm I'm a bit more informed about the decision I'm going to potentially have to make. And so that level of control kind of is removed from it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> no? No. Wait, you go in? I wasn't listening. This guy. <laughs> he always says that when he don't Always. Get <laughs> <laughs> what, what, I'm, what, I'm basically, what I'm basically saying is, yeah. Of course, like you said, with the COVID situation, you've got a situation where um, they had to do something quickly. No. Right? But there are some situations where, what if, for example, if you was to follow the conspiracy route, that this wasn't really um, a real crazy pandemic, but this was really just a rollout to see if we can control the masses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... And so everyone acted based on what the government said. But if there was that, let's just say, five, ten-year buffer, people would, would have the time to get used to this particular thing and then make decisions. And so it would kind of... You know what I mean? Go counter to the whole, I can control you. I don't know, because if you're going to use COVID as the example, then that's the example that you have to use, isn't it? And mm. the, whether it was a conspiracy or not, whatever propaganda got um, generated from it is what is what happened, isn't it? So we know what we know. We're living through what we're living through. Can you take that stance with COVID? Was there the time? Mm. Like, was you lived through it? You could answer yourself that question. Like, did they have the time to do that? Was was it was that something feasible? But again, this is obviously I don't want to go too far down the conspiracy thing. But look at look at how many people said, "Wait a minute, everyone died of COVID, but no one died of flu." But now all of a sudden, COVID's like the flu now. So mm-hmm. it's, it's you know what I'm saying. So it's, people believe we were just scared into doing something, but really this was just but a, what though, yeah. But that's with, hi- that's with hindsight, yeah. though, isn't it? But what's in the vaccine then that they had to scare us to take? But it, it may not be something in the vaccine, but just more so, mm, I can get these people to act. So well, I bought them. Maybe may because they've got a bigger plan tomorrow. Oh. You know what I mean? If I can definitely get them to act now, then yeah, cool. I can get them to act later yeah, about when it. When I need them. Exactly. Well, as long as not to get me to fight the war. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't know. You don't know. I ain't going. I tell you that one thing for sure. <laughs> Two things are saying. <laughs> All right. Well, mm. but I've got a video clip in the, in the thingy. Can you play it, please? This obviously is is a controversial one. This is not TDA or myself trying to push a particular agenda. It's just to show um, how th- medical opinions have Rolson. changed over years. Oh. Had a decision. You are in the perfect place to start on blockers. And she promises to begin giving her estrogen, female hormones, in two years. Around 13. That's what I think. Yes, you're not going to develop breast buds on the blockers. But um, you're not going to wait until 16 to start. You know that, okay? Josie received the blockers as an implant in her arm. It's okay if you cry. So with all the bravery she could muster, you're going to feel a little bit of a... Josie held on tight as another chapter opened in this young girl's life. (laughs) A lot of times it strikes me that had this happened just 20 years ago. Thank you. 
I wouldn't have been able to give her blockers and she would have had to go through male puberty. That terrifies me. It's all done. Do you want a hug? I don't know that she would have survived male puberty. Dr. Olson. Yeah. All, that, all I'm trying to show is... I thought that groom was Josie. I said, what? They filmed <laughs> that years later in the same breath. Um. Yeah, all, all I'm trying to show is potentially the agenda of a particular parent and a government and doctors, right? And even if it's not an agenda, it's still an opinion. And mm. these opinions are relatively new in terms of our civilization, right, as human beings. What could be the effects on people taking on certain opinions? Where, for example, you've got a mum saying, you know what, I didn't want my kid to go through puberty. So that, that's, that's a boy. What, that, was born, that person was born a boy, right? And I don't know what the conversation is between the, the child and the mum to make the, the mum have to go through all of this type of thing and, and the doctor saying, listen, this is what we're going to do for you, all this type of stuff. But this is based on opinions. This is the same sort of opinion that got, uh, what's her name? S the former SNP leader, um, Sturgeon. It's one of the things that got her sacked. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Trying to push everything to, to change gender within the space of three months. So again, this is not me trying to say, oh, you know, uh, talking about people's um, genders and this and the third, but just more so about how opinions on certain things change. And what is it that we allow to, the doctors to say, yes, this is scientific fact and I won't question it. And what are the things that we say, you know what, I must question this. Because again, we've seen with COVID, we've seen with stuff like this, we've seen where people have, have spoken out about regret. We, we can go back to, wait, remember that show back in the day that you used to watch um, in the 50s? You used to watch it in the 50s? Sorry. It was like hosted, not hosted, staged in the, in the 50s. Mad Men. And Mad Men. Mm -hmm. I didn't even try to remember. At all. <laughs> you said, what's the show we used to watch in the 50s? I heard that show's good. It is good. It's brilliant. Well, but it, it? You need to like that kind of stuff. What's yeah. it about? It was set in the 50s. Um, it is about... He's a... It's not a fixer. Um, he's a marketing whiz, but he's a liar. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he blagged his way into the position, but he was just great at it. Okay. And I can't remember what it was... What, what, that particular position's called, cool, but it's brilliant. Is it on Netflix and stuff? Brilliant. No. I, it's my type of stuff. I, I watch good stuff. I like some other things. Do you not leave your Pope? At the time, people loved it. Like, crazy. Rated very high. No, I've heard it's supposed to be really yeah. good. It is. Mm. It's not for everybody. It's one of the fine, fine things I, I recommend, sir. <laughs> so you ain't going to this? <laughs> no, no. He's wondering if he should start it. But it might be too slow for you. The period in which it is that they... Oh. Operate in my black too and white, much. but no, no, it's oh. not nice fine, up. fine color. But I think the man, I think you like the man, is how his mind works because mm. mm. he's a he's a fixer man, like, just get stuff done. Oh. Yes, the reason why I mention is because during that time period in the show, they show it as well, where um, there was a mad craze um, about cigarettes. So there was this time where people actually believed, doctors as well, that there was no harm on your health, to your health, if you smoked cigarettes. Some even believed it was beneficial. Mm. This was just, this well, not this side of the century anymore, but you know what I'm trying to say? It wasn't that long ago. Mm. Now people are addicted and people are dying like crazy every day, right? Because of cigarettes. So what I'm trying to say is, are we 
doing what we should do to protect ourselves because sometimes medical profession, uh, professionals get it wrong. I'm not trying to say that they, for the most part, you know, get everything wrong. Of course they don't. Otherwise, you know, it, it wouldn't even be a bloody uh, discussion or, you know what I mean, a place where you can go to for assistance and whatnot. They definitely do. But some things, obviously, they get wrong because they're, they're learning. We're human beings. We have, we have to, you know, research and learn, right? But are we doing our part to make sure that we kind of, I don't know, get, don't get caught out as well? Or are we kind of taking it for granted? It's probably taking it for granted. It's mad. Where do you get the information from anyway? This, this is it. This is it. Do you know what I'm saying? The stuff that you're going to go and research on, it's all the information that they're giving you mm -hmm. just to push their agendas and their narratives anyway. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So, And this is where you start going down the conspiracy um, thing. You know, some people believe Dr. Sebi was killed. You yeah. know what I mean? So you've got, you've got that as well? He was because he killed... Um, AIDS, didn't it? Oh, well, no, go. cancer. Was it cancer or AIDS? One of them. AIDS. It was no. one of them. Mm -hmm. the AIDS, I believe it was. He killed. He killed AIDS, so they killed him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You may not believe it, right? But what I'm trying <laughs> to say is, he obviously was was about living a particular type of lifestyle, eating certain foods, right, and basically being able to cure yourself, right? Yeah. And we've seen in the past, this isn't. This doesn't always go well with. The, the orthodox views, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to medicine and stuff like that. So, I you know think, what I mean? Do you know what? Actually, you know, I, to be fair, some some of those conspiracies, I do, I do believe, I do believe there are cures for certain things, but mm -hmm. it makes them money. Yeah. And so they're not going, it's not something that's going to be public, essentially. But at the same time, I feel like when it comes to, say for example, the example you gave about um, tobacco mm -hmm. and them not knowing that it's harm, if let's just say they didn't know it's harm, right? Like, I feel like that's just part of human evolution. Mm. Like, we evolve to then, years down the line, be like, actually, no, this thing that we thought is that is difficult. So I think if you're going to be precautious, mm -hmm. you don't really know what you're being precautious about. Mm. It could go either way. You might think, it, the doctor might recommend something and you think it's not a good idea. And then you're precautious. And then down the line, I saw one actually, the, it was it the HPV vaccine when Jay Goody died? I don't know. So I think it's yeah I think it's meant to prevent cervical cancer something like that or HPV something like that anyway it's a HPV, I think it's a HPV vaccine and basically I remember they were giving it out when I was in school but because of it looked like well at the time it felt like it came out of nowhere because it came it was kind of like the COVID thing mm -hmm. and I saw a tweet the other day and basically saying how there's been no cases since of the people that have been vaccinated not in the last how many years ten years or plus years mm. none of them have had that illness okay that situation and then someone was saying how they feel for the people who i can't remember if i took it if i'm being honest with you mm. i don't remember if, if i actually took it mm. because again because of how it happened it was kind of like the covid thing was like out of nowhere can it really be trusted da, 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 da. so i honestly don't remember if i took it or not mm. but something like that so back then my decision was mm, this doesn't sound right this is mm -hmm. a bit suspicious i'm not going to take it mm -hmm. but then god forbid i might be in a position where I am now at risk of that thing. Mm, God forbid. Do you know what I mean? Because I didn't yeah. take it. So you you just don't know how it's going to... This is, it's a gamble. 100%. It's a gamble. So but I do think that there are some things where there is... Uh, it is bigger than what it is that we're presenting. I really believe that. There's too much evil in this world for me to believe that things are as black and white as mm -hmm. it's being presented to people. I believe a lot of illnesses, the cures and stuff can be found if it already does not exist. 100%. 
Do you get what I mean? And I think, but again, because of the business of it, that's really what keeps the world going. So they're not going to give you a cure. They're going to keep it at bay. I believe that there's certain illnesses that you only find within certain communities and certain, maybe certain lower income areas. I believe all that stuff because it happens. Mm -hmm. And again, it's about the bigger picture and the businesses mm -hmm. or the money-making side of things for certain powers, yeah. really and truly. But I think when it comes to like kind of research, doing your own personal research is tricky. Yeah. Because again, like Mark was saying, the research you're going to do is going to be stuff that's been fed into the internet for you to find. Mm -hmm. So are you really doing, unless you're going to have some people and you keep them here and you actually mm -hmm. conduct a personal study and da, 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 or, you, or you find someone that did an independently run study that is away from, you know, mm -hmm. the norm and whatnot. But how you, it's very hard to come by. It's true. Morning caller. Now they have to call back. Oh, good. Please call back. Um, no, no, I 100% agree with you, but also, uh, remember you mentioned earlier in the show yeah. about um, what do you call it? What's it called? You know, like in um, the FDA in America, how they oh, approve yeah. certain things. Pharmaceuticals, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you've got certain food companies, so the dairy industry. You've got certain mm -hmm. industries where it's like, cool, we're trying to push and make sh sure that certain foods are always sold. Yeah. So regardless of it being healthy for you, they want that to be on the market because so many things depend on it in the economy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that might also be the agenda. So some things is 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 definitely evolutionary. It's trial and error. Unfortunately, some of us are going to have to die out, right? But a lot of the things is we don't care necessarily. This mm. is money because like I always say, economics is everything yeah. to people. And so we want to keep pushing this particular thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. It's, 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 a, it's a tough one. Yes. But um, I just wanted to give a, a couple examples before this caller calls back of... um. Certain things that in in the past we thought were were good, but really it was just very bad. So again, the first thing was smoking. But you remember, have you heard of um, what's it called? Yeah, um, thalidomide. Mm -mm. So this this particular thing, um, I feel like Bert and Mark's probably heard of it. Yeah, exactly. In the nineteen fifties and early nineteen sixties, uh, thalidomide was prescribed to pregnant women as a treatment for morning sickness. Medical professionals later discovered that this same thing caused severe birth defects, leading to limb mouth, mal, um, malformations in thousands of babies. This tragedy led to the increased scrutiny of pharmaceutical drugs and stricter regulations regarding their use during pregnancy. That particular thing, That's big craze, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Health and morning sickness, this and the third, but then your baby comes out looking some type of way. Anyway, good morning, caller. Morning, guys. Black Rob here. Morning. Um, morning, guys. Um, there's, I think we sometimes prescribe um, naivety to things that are a bit more malicious. And I think in this case, there's actually concerted efforts to, it's not like, oh, we haven't got the information yet. I think they know really early on the side effects of things, but they think, okay, let's just ride it to the wheels fall off and then they'll come out in 50 years, we're all dead by then, or whoever would planned it are dead by then, and then it doesn't matter. Mm. So, like, I'll give you an example. Um, I'll give you three examples, first of all. The first example is the light bulb theory. You, you guys heard about the planned, obsoles planned obsolescence, right? The what, sorry? Basically, the planned obs ob obsolescence. It's a term used, and it started with the light bulb. Basically, the guy, I think it was Thomas Edison, and he created the light bulb. Mm -hmm. And the first light bulb that he created could work for 10,000 hours, but then... People were like, how are we going to sell it? So they, 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 they told him to get rid of that pattern and make one that lasted for that 400 hours yeah. so that they could sell more and they could break. So it's like, that, that kind of speaks to capitalism. If they, have, if they had the cure for cancer today, do you think it would be widely available? 
because there's there's nothing to profit off something if you can't get a repeat repeat um a repeat um it's better to have a customer than to have someone cured yeah. so maybe the cure for cancer is probably out there it probably is like that's why people like dr sebi i'm sure there's other people like that and they're even getting silenced murdered whatever because there's nothing to profit off of producing a product that can only be sold once to, to the consumer so i think there's an active um there's an active there's an active uh, move to make sure that anything that stops the recurring recurring customer business model uh, is, is squashed. And then then you've got stuff like um, like another example is a spa time. A spa time is what they use is a, is a synthetic kind of um, sweetener that they use in substitution for, for sugar. Now, so when you drink Coke Zero, they, they brand it as oh, it's, it's less sugar, which is true, but it's, they replace sugar with the spa time. A spa time, was, they did lab tests on it in the 40s and 50s, and all the rats died of cancer all the time. So, and, and it never got approved by the FDA. So, and um, Coca-Cola and all the big um, drinks companies, they kept trying to get it put through and it kept, getting, um, it kept not getting approved by the FDA. So what, what Coca-Cola did was that they got some of their board members to join the FDA so that they had a majority um, voting rights within that like they joined the FDA as regulator, regulators. So the people that were working at Coke joined the, the FDA and then all of a sudden it got approved. And then 10 years later, you had Coke Zero and all these ones. So basically, they knew it, they knew it, it killed all the rats of cancer. But the only way they could go, get pushed through was by getting their guys to join the board. And now we have Coke Zero. And and then in maybe in, there might be a class class action in maybe 50, 60 years time. Then they could just you know, plead ignorance. They've already made up trillions of dollars off of it, so it doesn't matter. They'll pay like ten mil in in um in fines, and they'll ride off into the sunset and do all over again. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more malicious than we 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 like to um uh, think because they just think we'll just do it and we'll say sorry in about a hundred years time, but we made our money by then. Interesting. So, so how do you kind of decide for yourself, like, uh, what sort of advice and opinions I'd, that you would take from um, certain I, professionals and what you wouldn't? I think that's why I think critical thinking is so important in terms of like, and taking the information, but then go, what is the what is your what is their motivation? Why why are they telling me this? Not because sometimes they tell you more by. You learn more by what they're telling you than mm-hmm. what, and also by what they leave out. Yeah. So like with COVID, like it, uh, to me, it was obvious that it was like it was it was it was dodgy, but like, uh, that, and and it, also when you when you have a strong argument, if I if I'm if I'm arguing about something, and I know I'm right, I'll let everyone that has the opposing argument come and chat their nonsense because I, I know I can cast it down. Mm-hmm. When 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 they were going when do you know the time of social media you can like all the YouTubers couldn't even say the word COVID they they were making sure that there was a blackout on anything on the dissenting voices mm-hmm. that told me that they weren't strong in their their stance about because there's there's actually lots of medical professionals I remember there was a group of medical professionals that said hey I think I think they said oh vitamin D and exercise is enough to like stave off most of COVID symptoms and they were they were they were they nearly lost their jobs. Everyone was like on them because, like, vitamin D and exercise. How are we gonna How are we gonna monetize that? That all of all of our politicians have got got shares in 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 Moderna. How are we gonna How are we gonna make money off of vitamin D and exercise? Get rid of that. So they all the dissenting voices were shut down. That's 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 the first thing. Second thing is that um, you just look at the you follow the money in it. Like you see all the all the top politicians all had shares in Moderna and Pfizer, and all of a sudden all these things get pushed through real fast without any like you know it takes years to do the trial phases for different um 
for different drugs. And this one just got pushed through fast. I was like, of course, this is like, there's going to be side effects that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. And then and now you're seeing a higher spike in, 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 in teenagers and all that getting myocardosis and all that. Like, like before, I don't want to get into even more conspiracies, but you get like, do you know that athletes, yeah? Mm-hmm. Really top tier athletes, because of the way their heart is, because they, 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 they put their heart under a lot of pressure, because that's the byproduct of being an athlete. They're more likely to, if they, if they have heart conditions, if they weren't, if someone that was like a top performing athlete wasn't um, pushing their body to the limit, then you never, they would never know about their heart conditions. But now, because they, could they push their body to the limits, and then they, they also potentially have taken the vaccine. A lot of them are getting like LeBron's son, he's had a heart attack. I'm not saying it's because of this, but it, those are the people that are more likely to to show the symptoms of, of, of the vaccination because they push their bodies to limits further than your general public. Now, I'm not even the medical profession. Someone in the comments might, maybe what I'm saying might be um, not fully right, but there's there's something to that. So we're starting to see the symptoms of, of, of a lot of the people that are taking the vaccine. And if you look at the data as well, the people that were, if you're under a certain age, if you're under like, I think they said if you're under 40, and you're in like your BMI is a certain level, then the rate at which you would die from COVID is basically the same as flu. So then why, what's the point taking the for vaccination if you're going to die at the same rate as flu? I'll, I'll take my ch- chances. But they never released that information, but that information was public available. So it's just like... But this is, this is information. Why, sorry, this is why I guess they were saying if you take it, it'll prevent you from spreading it. Yeah, but that was a nice one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah, so that was a lie as well. Yeah, so that that was a lie as well. And then they also said that um they they, they also said that they'd um they'd tested it on pregnant women to see that it was it wouldn't affect pregnancy. And then afterwards, the paper came out and said that they no not paper. There was actually a inquiry with one of the Pfizer board members, and then she she said at the EU Commission inquiry that yeah we did not test it on pregnant women. So it's like so you lied. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. So, so there's just lots of different data points, but obviously the general public, no one, no one wants to. You have to, you have to search this stuff out. All this stuff is even on the, it's still on the EU website. I can find it. I can link it, link it. But this is like some four-hour meeting in a congress somewhere that's like boring and it's like, no, it's a bit like the Diddy stuff. Who's gonna read 73 pages? Someone just go on academic page and get the synopsis. Mm-hmm. So very few people are gonna. Um, the information's there, but it's 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 under like like 70 pages of, of, of nonsense and like a four hour video somewhere in the, in the, and no one's going to watch that. So they just take what the, what the media give them and the media give them a narrative that that's, that's sponsored by like um, Murdoch or something who has that, they have like an agenda and I don't even want to go into the depopulation agenda, but yeah, that's that. So, so um, they just got, they give what they're spoon fed and that's how you end up people drinking Coke Zero, even though it, there, was, there, was, there was a decade worth of data that says that uh, it causes cancer. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. Black Rob, thank you very much for that, man. Po- post the thing in the, right. in the Discord, please, yeah? All right, we'll do. All right, man. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Um, yeah, I think we can pretty much wrap it up there. I feel like we've kind of covered most things here, to be fair. Right, let's get into our next headlines, please. All right, so our next headline, according to a new report, councils in England are in a state of financial crisis. I mean, we knew this, we spoke about this a few times, but many of them are facing effective bankruptcy in the next few years unless they start funding a system, unless, pardon me, the funding system is reformed. So more than half of the councils that responded to a survey said that they were likely to be unable to balance their books in the next five years. Two thirds said that they were cutting services. So parks 
leisure facilities, arts and culture are at the top of that list. There have been repeated warnings about the state of council finances, with the government announcing an extra £600 million of funding earlier this year to help plug budget gaps. Despite that, many councils are currently setting budgets that will see service cuts from April, at the same time as increasing council tax and charges. Damn shame. Next headline, and the former chair of the post office has claimed that he was the victim of a smear campaign led by the business secretary, Kemi Badenoch, and turned on his chief executive in a dramatic day of evidence to a parliamentary committee. Henry Staunton, we spoke about this briefly in the People's Journal, um, he was removed from his post in January, defiantly stood by allegations that the government had sought to slow down compensation pe payments to the victims of the Horizon scandal, and he suggested that he had been removed for fighting for them. A source close to Badenoch said that Staunton had been fired for blocking an investigation into his conduct and attempting to bypass the formal process to appoint a new director to the board. The source also added that Henry Staunton has, has, has been nothing but a distraction against our work to get justice and compensation to the postmasters. And our last headline, um, a controversial theatre production about race, identity, identity and sexuality in the 21st century America will put on two nights... Um, for black audiences to watch the play Free From The White Gaze. Slave Play is coming to the Noel Coward Theatre in London's West End from the 29th of June to the 21st of September. But on the evenings of the 17th of July and 17th of September, the theatre will be open to an all-black identifying audience. Yeah, no. 17th of July, 17th of September. Only people in there are people who identify as black. Very interesting to see the crowd. <laughs> um, Richard Dollars always gonna be in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you feel? I'm gonna get into the rest of this year, but do you feel like again? I'm not trying to send in shots or whatever, but you know, people that are in interracial um, relationships and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like they will feel some type of way if, for example, they want to book a particular day and they find out that day is only for blacks and it's like, oh crap, that's the only day I go. You know, um, that I'm off from work. I have to book another day because. Or the situation uh, I'm in? Or do you feel like it's, oh, I just understand. This is just life. Nothing to, to understand. So I don't think you're in a position to not understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, cool. I mean, you can't act shocked mm. about the predicament you're in. But then again, we're meant to be a society that's moved forward, isn't it? So mm. it's like going to a restaurant and seeing blacks only or whites only. Maybe they see it that way. That'd be interesting, actually. Mm. Yeah, would, would they see it kind of like any other restriction? Like maybe a, a kid can't go on a particular ride. Because you know this height, so it's just it's just restrictions in would. life. Yeah, I think, I think that with, as a black person, that you're aware that what we face in society is different. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they will question it. Yeah. So I do think that if they were in a mixed relationship, and um, an event was was for white people, mm -hmm. they would definitely be online mm -hmm. doing activism, even though they might be a white person, mm -hmm. and the white partner would be there doing activism with them. To, mm, yeah, I, I guess. Think, yeah, mm, I guess if this is the type of show you want to watch, anyway. You, you kind of you would yeah, it? and your partner should get it. I feel mm. like you, I always say that if you're gonna be into like being an interracial relationship, your partner like you both have to understand both cultures. Mm. Like if I'm gonna be with a white man, he has to understand what black people deal with. So when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, when it's time, when I'm cussing your ancestors and stuff like that, you can't be acting all confused mm. and acting like oh you need to be quiet about that. Child, you got the wrong one. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, uh, one senior Tory MP who didn't want to be named, raised questions over the decision to bar white people from the show. So he was speaking to the mayor Sounds online. <laughs> and he said, <laughs> he, well, he or she said, I understand the subject matter of the show may have particular resonance for some, but would simply 
question, but will simply question the legality of this. Hmm. In other circles, it would be illegal and racial discrimination. I don't understand why this isn't. Yeah, that person should not be an MP. But this might be a potential top, topic of the day. It's not. That's not how race works. You can't be... If you're the superior race, you can't claim racism from other people because they don't have the power to hold you back. Like, there's a reason why it's a black focus thing. There's a reason mm. why things in society and whatever else can be black focused mm. because you lot have said white is right, white is supreme. Mm -hmm. So now everyone else is trying to be supreme and right. Mm. So you can't act shocked that we don't live in this world. Where, where's, where was your activism when it was white white privilege or whatever the gaff? The reason why the person, why the MP stayed anonymous because they're white and they knew they were going to get cooked. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of... just on white business. It reminds me of that guy who got, he was getting cooked um, for the comments about Sadiq Khan. You know the guy that said that um, he feels like Islamists are controlling Sadiq Khan? Oh, Lee. Lee. <laughs> Anderson. Lee. <laughs> it's Lee Anderson. White. He, got, he has a step down from the whip, innit? No, no, he has. Hmm? No, they got rid of him, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah from yeah, the whip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should have said that anonymously. That's the way to... <laughs> That's what the big scandal is, because they, they made him step down, but they won't say that he was Islamophobic, innit? Mm. Mm -hmm. So... Do you see the guy on um, LBC with Nick Ferrari? Who wouldn't say it? Wouldn't say it. <laughs> <Us> nine times. <laughs> nine well, times. My man just shut the interview down. Well, that directly. Huh? They said, is he Islamophobic? Well, they were saying that Basically, they're saying that he got fired in it because, yeah. like, what he because what he said w was wrong in it. No, but they, they're saying, look, what did he get fired what did he for? Say for? What, so did like, he get, what did he get fired exactly. for? And he goes, look, Nick, what he said was wrong, and we dealt with it. Oh, but yeah, but yeah, but, they, okay, yeah, but what what did he do that was wrong? And they're saying, look, Nick, it was wrong, it was wrong. Man. yeah, and we dealt with it. Boom, boom, boom. And so then he goes, okay, cool. Was it Islamophobic? And he looked at him in his face and said, Nick, <laughs> it was wrong. Ben, <laughs> I'm putting it in the figure, yeah. It's in, it's in the... Um, no, that is hilarious. Yeah, listen, don't make the scene. It, it was wrong. It was wrong, Nick. It was wrong. Because, But was it Islamophobic, though? So, Nick... Stop playing with me. Stop playing with Nick. Nick just said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Nick, what are we doing here, man? Let me see. What, what are we doing here, man? You know what? This is done, man. This is... I'm glad. This is your business, though. It's just... Yeah. Uh, had he broken, yeah, he would have been fired too. 100%. <laughs> but not today. I'm not, I'm not joining him in the job centre. It's funny when the politicians go out and they talk here. Because if you watch mm. like a few of the different ones talking from each different days, yeah, but you can edit them up here and they're all saying the same things. Yeah. And clearly, it just points that they just have to drive home. Yep. Yeah. Like they're not actually saying nothing. They're not saying anything. They're not saying yeah. nothing. They're saying a bunch yep. of nothing. You know what Literally. I mean? It's just these points that they just said. They, there's keywords that they have to say. Yeah. yeah. They're sick. Look, look at Disney. Look. Lee said was wrong. Yeah. And as a result, of, well, as a result of what he said, he had the the whip removed from him. That's that's so what was it action. specifically that meant the whip had to go? We agree it was wrong, but why was it wrong? Nick, it, it was wrong. What no, no, Lee but why said was it wrong. What he said was wrong. As a result of what he said, the whip was removed from him. That was robust action. No, that was why robust was it action wrong? that was that's taken. What I'm trying to get at. Um, it was wrong, Nick, because of what he said, and robust no, action was taken this, so as a result. Well it was it was... Let's try this a different way. Was it Islamophobic? What he said was wrong, and robust what? action was taken, no. and the whip was removed within 24 but, hours. Minister, was it Islamophobic? And uh, Nick, it was wrong. <laughs> Minister, I'm going to, and I, I'm never. I'm normally a very polite man. I'm actually going to effectively put the fact. I'll ask you now. 
for the third time, I've asked you six times why it was necessary, for the third time, was it Islamophobic? Uh, Nick, it was wrong. <laughs> I'll have to curtail the interview there. I'm grateful for your time, but enough already. Michael Tomlinson is a minister of state for illegal migration. <laughs> yeah, I'm a studio. Watch. Imagine. Imagine, Nick, it was wrong. Oh, man. But don't you like that, Emmanuel? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she said that's a man that stands on business. You asked me something about black people. That's me right there. <laughs> oh, I Nick, it was wrong. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, I, I liked how Ferrari um, handled it, though. Yeah, what Oh, man. Oh, dear. All right. Um, the playwright, Jeremy O'Harris, was speaking to BBC Sounds, and he was like, um, I'm so excited to put on nights in the West End where tickets were only sold to people who identified as black. Asked if it didn't make him uncomfortable that, in turn, um, it was telling people, white people, I should say, um, they weren't allowed in the space, right? This is what they uh, posed the question to him. And he said, there are a litany of places in our country that are generally only inhabited by white people. And nobody is questioning that. And nobody's saying that by inviting black audiences here, you are uninvited. The idea of a blackout night is to say that this is a night that we are specifically inviting black people to fill up the space, to feel safe with a lot of other black people in a place where they often do not feel safe. So big up Jeremy O'Harris, man. And support the thing, man. Support it, guys. Um, what's the name of it called? Free from the White Gaze. It's going to be nice. in West End between the 29th of June to the 21st of September. That's it. And that's it for deadlines. Time to pay the bills. That's lit, because they said they make, they make sure that you are really free from the White Gaze, even when you're watching. <laughs> free from the White Gaze. Love that for them. All right, let's get into Word and Road. Right, people. Gosh, it's a lot to deal with. So basically, Madonna is currently on tour, and um, hold on, where's my article on her? She said, "Yeah, Madonna's currently on tour, and she's got like a little tribute. One of her songs when she plays one of her listens to when she plays or performs one of her songs, Live to Tell. She has like a tribute for um, people who passed away from AIDS. Oh. Not her and her team throwing in Luther Vandross in there <laughs> without asking anybody for such." Anyways, here's a state told us she needs to get him out of that little tribute lineup. Um, they basically said Luther Vandross passed away in 2005 due to complications from a stroke suffered two years earlier. While we appreciate Madonna's recognition of those, lo those lives lost to AIDS, Luther was never diagnosed with AIDS or the HIV virus. We're not sure where she or her production team received false medical information claiming otherwise. We're currently in contact with her management to remove Luther Vandross from the tribute. And she has. They've taken it down. They've Oh, not taken it down. Sorry, but they've taken him out of um, the tribute. I'm sure someone's getting fired because that's very awkward. Can't be doing things like that. Also, in other news, Ja Rule's got a show in London, but he's not allowed to enter the country, man. Mm -mm. Yeah. Someone said they heard about Fire Festival. They don't want their, non their <laughs> nonsense here. But no, so basically, um, he... Yeah, his application's been denied. To come into the country. So he said, I'm so devastated, I can't believe the UK won't let me in. I've spent a mil I've spent half a million dollars in production of my own money to put this tour together, only to be denied entry days before my show. This is not fair to me or my fans. These venues are 85% sold and now I can't come. Um, he went on to say that um, 
my team made it clear to the promoter that I have a criminal record and can't get in the country. The promoter swore this wouldn't be an issue. The promoter started selling tickets. Y'all love to blame the artist. Because obviously he was getting copy. We're like, why didn't you check for yourself? Kind of thing. Yeah, and then he said, get your refunds. Um, then someone said, you should, you, is in caps lock, should have checked. I hear people say should have. It's one of my biggest icks. Oh, gets my nerve. Nerves. Look what you've done. Anyway, <laughs> you should have checked for yourself and get that sorted. There have been, there's, been many people with criminal records that have entered. No, honestly, and the person said Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder's having a great time. Tony was talking about him on um, receipts. And that man is having a... I just, I like seeing Bobby Schmurder, you know. He looks so happy. Like, he looks like he's just so grateful for freedom and he will never get back, go back in there again. He just looks so happy. Well, Love it. London will do that to you, man. Listen, every time I see a picture of him, yeah, he is smiling... We had a whole incident the other day where um, there was like a whole fight in the club. So, Kian, I think it was here. Yeah, it was here. So basically, yeah, a club must have asked him to come and perform or whatnot. He even went above and beyond. Actually, they asked him to just come and show his face. But he got a lot of love and he's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to even perform. But they didn't have his original money anyway. They didn't have the money. So he and his team got annoyed and blah, blah, blah. And it ended up escalating from argument to like a mini fight and whatnot. And they came on the internet the next day and apologized to people. He was like, I'm so sorry you guys have to see me out like that. And da, 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 da. Like, Here's the situation. This is what happened. I thought, oh, so wonderful. What a lovely young man. Um, it's quite long, so short. Ja Rule can't come. If you were meant to come, <laughs> if you were meant to come to the show, get your refunds, basically. What's next? Oh, Diddy. Diddy's next on my list. I feel like Donnelly Diddy last, to be fair. So, Judge Diddy last, actually. No, we'll do Diddy now. I'm just get over and done with. So basically, on Tuesday, I talked about how um, a producer called Rodney, Rodney Jones, Lil Rod, a.k.a. Lil Rod. And all these American podcasts have been making fun of the fact that he's called Lil Rod. I'm just like, he's all focused on the wrong thing. Oh, you got to see. Gosh, anyway. Anyway. So Lil Rod, basically, he and his lawyer, or his lawyer, filed a lawsuit on his behalf. And essentially, he was a producer on the Love album, on um, Diddy's last Love album, where he said he'd bring an R&B back. And... No, damn, th damn thing was brought back anywhere. Except Delion ads throughout the album. But anyway, so he said he's a producer on that. I think he's got like nine tracks on there and whatnot. They had to do that. They, was, they worked, to work together for months and months and months. And when I reported on Tuesday, I told you that the, what he's alleged is sex. Sorry, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. A couple seconds. Tune out if you need to. But essentially, he was basically alleging um, sexual assault. Diddy groping him. Trying to play with his booty hole. It was just a whole thing. It was just, it was honestly just a whole thing. But the court document is basically out. It's like a 75 page court document. There's hella people mentioned in there. I mentioned on Tuesday that Young Miami was mentioned in there because apparently her cousin sexually assaulted the guy as well. Um, so in there, Diddy's obviously there. His son, Justin, is in there. There's a woman who, who the lawyer is basically saying she's chief of staff to Diddy. And they're saying that she's like the Ghislaine to Diddy's Epstein. Mm. Apparently so. She's the one who solicits all that kind of stuff and whatever, whatever. Also, apparently he's got like a whole, um, what's it called? He's got a whole, he's got a person as well that works with the FBI. So did we talk about this on air? Yeah, we did. We talked about the shooting, right? So basically the guy said he witnessed a shooting one time. He was, they were in the studio, him, other people, Diddy and his son, Justin, we're in the studio with a guy they've identified as G, right? G 
were ha- was having an argument with Justin and whatnot. Diddy obviously would have got involved because that's his son and whatnot. So then they go into the toilet, into the bathroom to argue it out. Next thing, they hear a gunshot. The, when the door gets, everyone then looks to the door like, okay, what's happening? When the door opens, G's on the floor holding his stomach. Either Diddy or Justin shot the guy, basically. But then Diddy was like, um, so then everyone's just standing there as if nothing's happened. Mm. And then the defendant, Rodney, he's like, someone called like nine one like we're gonna mm-hmm. just the guy this guy's just gonna bleed out here kind of thing. So he's trying to do something, trying to help the guy and whatnot. Did he basically let the people know that listen, when the police is called, make sure that my name <laughs> is nowhere involved in this thing. And so actually when you look at the the police document and when you look at what TMZ reported in all these publications, they allege that it happened outside. They alleged that it happened and then they alleged that they were trying to help him, which is why the guy was found in the studio. But we live in a very interesting world now where people's um, lawyers and stuff are on Instagram. You can just reach them. You can just at them and tweet them rather than meet them in the courtroom. So Rodney's lawyer actually posted a screenshot of the studio messaging him saying the shooting occurred a half a block away from Chalice, which is what the studio is called. And it was a result of a robbery. There are police reports corroborating this. Please wait for the facts to come out before you start contributing to the defamation of our organization. But the lawyer has then put a caption saying, First, Sean Holly claims the shooting occurred several blocks away. Chalice Recording Studios claims the, the shooting occurred half a block away. Now, TMZ reports the shooting occurred as G stepped outside the studio. If you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. Where is the police body cam footage? Where are the 911 call logs? Where is the LAFD's report? What is G's name? Why did G, after being shot in the stomach and hip leg, run past three layers of security, three recording studios, a reception area, a lounge area, I like this lawyer, just to bleed out in the restroom? Come on, Sean Holly. (laughs) I know you can do better than this. I like a lawyer like that. I like a cheeky lawyer. I love when lawyers battle out in the courtroom. So he's basically saying, that's a damn lie, and y'all essentially know this. In the court, in the court document as well, Rodney's basically saying how obviously he was saying about how Diddy wanted to essentially have sex with him, and essentially Diddy was trying to push homosexuality on him and like no, no homosexuality, but homosexual acts on him, and trying to tell him like, listen, it's a normal thing happens in the industry. It's not that deep. Rodney's one of Rodney's heroes is Stevie J, so he's saying to Rodney, everybody does it. Look, here's a video, here's a sex tape of Stevie J allegedly having anal sex with a white guy. And Rodney and him, as in Rodney and his lawyer, have a screenshot of Stevie. Allegedly Stevie in the court document. So there's that. And then in there as well, he also says that, um, um, what's it called? What's his name? Diddy was bragging to him about having had sex, that he'd engaged in sexual intercourse with a rapper. Now, I like a court document. Because sometimes the chat does not give you much, but then tell you everything. So, in the court document, they ha- remember I said on Tuesday that there's people's names redacted, right? Mm. I will tell you the redacted names. I won't tell you the names. I'll tell you the description, and you can tell me who you think the names are, right? So, in the document, it actually says, Mr. Combs informed Mr. Jones that he had engaged in sexual intercourse with a rapper, and then it's got a footnote five. It says redacted. When you go to footnote five, it says, he's a Philadelphia rapper who dated Nicki Minaj. How's that put the guy's name in there? Then it says, and R&B, oh, R&B singer, 
redacted. And that one, it says he performed at the Super Bowl and had a successful Vegas residency. <laughs> they didn't even try, you know. Um, and then it says Stevie J. So Stevie J is actually just, you know, just there. Um, yeah, so there's that. And then also as well, they talk about how Diddy basically used him as well. So Diddy's got, apparently what they're trying to, what the lawyer is saying is that it's like a whole Rico mm. thing. Like the, it's like it's a whole. Um, but there's a word they used, not Rico establishment. The Rico something, but they're basically saying that it's a whole ass operation to the point where there's a black guy that's in whose picture is up in here. I think he works. He either works for the police or something anyway. But he's the reason why they were able to cover up that whole shooting in the what's it called, in the in the studio. Mm. And apparently as well, Diddy always says that if something legally happens, get him on the phone. So he's like Diddy's inside guy. That makes sure that things don't, you know, he covers things up essentially. And he's like a, yeah, he's a, I can't remember what, yeah, there, he is, there he is. His name's Fahim Mohammed, and he works in the police for um, Miami. No, he works at the LAPD, sorry. Yeah, so apparently he's their contact in there and whatnot. So he's alleging all that stuff as well. And then he said that Diddy also bragged about um, shooting. So there's a shooting that happened that Diddy's former bodyguard talked about one time. I can't remember that guy's name. Oh, Gene. Gene. That Gene talked about. Um, and it's over Shine. Do you guys yeah. know Shine? So that shooting, that Shine apparently went to jail for and whatnot. Apparently Diddy was the one who did it. And J-Lo was the one who apparently helped him get the gun in and whatnot. It's a whole thing. But apparently, but he was basically saying that Diddy brags about all these kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. And so basically Diddy was using him as well to try and to recruit sex workers. It's a whole thing about how they recruit sex workers. There's a place he goes to Diddy gives him a bad boy hat. He wears the bad boy hat. When he gets there, they know what the people in the, they know what it means. They know that he's there to collect sex workers for Diddy, essentially. And there's pictures. There's pictures of everything. There's also talking about also a legend that there's um there's some of the sex workers are underage females and underage, yeah, underage women, sorry. And um this is where Chris Brown comes into it. Because there's oh gosh, there's a it's basically alleged. There we go. So let me see his footnote. Where is he? Where is he at? Where is he at? Where is that? One second. Because he also got another footnote, which was I found very funny at the time. It's it's interesting. I mean, Femster says in the chat, this song's so fictional on so many levels. And it's true. It sounds, yeah, it sounds very right. But then, like, the lies are so specific. With pictures, Brent. You wear, hey, here's a bad boy hat. I mean, the comical nature of that alone is <laughs> crazy, right? But it's to signal that he's in tongue. Right, so yeah. this particular restaurant, right? These sex workers come there and it's a week patiently for the bad boy hat. <laughs> no, for the bad boy right? hat. No one for well. Right. Payday, he's in town, and this is the guy that we are supposed to follow to go back to wherever Diddy is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you are that maniacal, if it is that you're that strategic, mm-hmm. you would be doing stuff like that, right? Because you know what it is about people like that? Yeah, they're very like their ego is out of this world. Because whenever you hear Diddy talk, like, there's even the lawyer, so he posted another video, right? And in the video, you can hear Diddy, they're in the studio trying to start the album or whatnot. And Diddy's basically telling people that he's working with, he's like, listen, he said, I don't know how you guys think you can be hot if I'm not hot. Essentially, like, I'm the I'm the prize here kind of thing. And he says, if I come here lukewarm, you are not going to create anything that's hot kind of thing. So it's it's very, like, egotistical in the interaction. So for me, like, wearing a bad boy hat, to let people know this is the message, this is what time it is. 
doesn't sound very mad to me. It sounds like someone with a massive what's sounds like what someone with a massive ego would do because I can. I like I'm able to, I can, so I do. I remembered um right. one account from I think it was a trader or a finance guy. I can't remember what it was. And he, he was being interviewed, uh, I think, by Piers Morgan about his meeting with Weinstein. Mm. And Piers asked him, all right, cool, how, how was the interaction? And then the guy was like, look, I met him at the table, right? And he was, how he was talking? I'm like, wait a minute. This guy must be some movie character. He must think he's a movie character <laughs> because what's coming out of his mouth is crazy. And it doesn't, it doesn't relate to what actually happens in that particular finance field. Mm. I can't remember who he was, but it was, um, it was a, a Piers Morgan interview. And this is what I'm, this is what I'm feeling here. Mm. Right. You feel like you are the main character in the world and your entire life dictates that, right? It suggests that it paints mm. that picture. So why can't you be like, Oh, it's the best way to get my rocks off. I, I get this guy who I'm paying like peanuts to produce this album for me. I'll get him to wear a bad boy cap because why not, mm. right? I have a whole set of them there. <laughs> Nobody's been using them. <laughs> yeah. So when you go in there, don't worry, I've already told people, once you see that guy, follow that guy. I can see that on Breaking Bad. I'm breaking bad. I can see that. It could work. The thing is, I want to believe anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want but to believe anyway. So when you're saying there's pictures, what pictures is it? So these are the pictures of Diddy with the fem- with the underage sex workers. But obviously, their identity is going to be blocked out. Um, Where is it? What other pictures are there? Some of the sex workers. There's like a whole book of it all. I think he's upset somebody. Oh, there's a booby trap. This is where he has to stand outside to get the... The Diddy. So why am I doing that? <laughs> to get the um, what's it called? What are you showing me? The thing at the bottom or the top? Oh, sorry. How about here? This is where we went to get the the girls. Allegedly. The place is called the booby trap. Yeah. Um, and then he had like oh, and then also Cuba Gooding, but he's not had a great life. He's also features in there, and apparently he was out here gripping the guy and trying to you know, trying to link, but he's trying to solicit solicit sexual nonsense and whatnot and he's got a picture of him and he's got a picture of Cuba all like all up in his grill these guys talk very close as well breaths all over the place there's that um what else was there there was a there was a lot of stuff I'll be honest with you it's like a 75 page document there's a lot of stuff a lot of alleged stuff um his lawyers are saying that obviously Stevie J came out and said excuse me I'm not involved in anything and da, 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 whatever whatever his lawyers are saying that two of the alleged Underage workers have come out to say that they're not, they're not underage. And that's convenient. There's that, and of course, the biggest thing really on the internet was Mick Mill, right? The whole Mick Mill stuff, and then obviously people were getting all the pictures and all the videos and whatever they could find. And Mick was off the internet for a while, then he came back on the internet, and then he said, uh, "What did he say? He said a lot of stuff. He said a lot of stuff that I just felt like personally, but then he's slow, to be fair, because I think that." If you don't feel like any any of this is real and this is very damaging and whatnot, because he's basically saying that it's a it's a whole it's a conspiracy, because he's an independent artist and he's got a new record coming out tomorrow, so he's saying they're doing this to kind of mess with his, to yeah to tank his 
sales and Tanky's record and blah, 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 whatever, whatever. I think it's dropped already. But you think it's dropped, it's dropped today? Yeah, yeah, it dropped at 12 a.m. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so he's saying that all of this stuff was to get in the way of that of his independent independentness, right? But I just feel like, so I get a lawyer and file a defamation lawsuit. Like, what are we doing here? Anyway, he goes on, because academics obviously live streams and whatnot, and academics was basically going through the document as it was live streaming, blah, blah. And where he finds out about Meek, Diddy alleging that he sleeps with Meek, he slept with Meek and Usher, that part went viral. So he decided to fight academics, but I'll get to that. So did not Diddy, what's his name? Meek. Meek says, I'm from Philly. I don't do coke or freaky ass molly. Um, nobody wouldn't even offer me coke because I'm that heavy. No man or what would ever approach me about gay activity and the whole place don't get flipped. Woke up seeing this on every blog like they know I'm coming, LOL. Bitch ass ends, ain't gone play no games with me. They're trying to do damage control. The same the same thing they almost tricked y'all with Lil Baby. I mean, Lil Baby was homophobic on stage. I was, there was receipts for that. Um, that's why I always come around all these industry men with my real friends. You never catch me around anybody from the industry alone. You can't even hold a convo with, without my dog stepping in the room. It's been that way. I can't till you'll find out I'm the illest in this shit. Like for someone who's been accused of sleeping with sex workers, accused of all these crazy things, being the illest, in, then people know you're the illest in the streets is really what's the top of your priority. Anyway, Andrew Tate entered the chat. Andrew Tate um, entered because there was a whole... So basically, Andrew Tate in 2023 tweeted, I am the most famous man in the world and avoid speaking to famous people because they're all gay and weird. Then Andrew Tate quote tweeted that saying, so P. Diddy was having sex with Meek Mill and Usher. And then Meek Mill responded to that and said, was you sex trafficking women? The fuck wrong with you, Brody? <laughs> there was that. And then obviously he then went on to the whole academic stuff and basically said, academic, didn't I tell you, stop playing with my name. I don't know what I'm going to do when I actually see you. It's going to have a combination to it though. Oh, that's cold. I like that. <laughs> um, then it says, the way you niggas coming on the sick now, I can't wait to meet academics. LOL, they know I drop tomorrow. This is their damage control. This internet's getting too weird. Academics and academics and alcoholic fully powered by the white man. Who you think posting that on every website? They'd be so mad. They can't stop its few groups. So I guess he thinks the white man is after him. And it says the academics and alcoholic with no life talking to kids on a computer. Normal kids watch Kai. He said you're a sick old black man with no life achievements trying to destroy black men because you envy us as men. Um, it's a bunch of Meek Mill trying to say that He's going to fight academics. Yeah. Greek says, the whole story is fake. This little Rod guy had a GoFundMe to sue Diddy weeks before the allegations dropped. That is true. So he's saying that he had that because when he... So he worked... He's a producer on a Love album, right? Nine of his tracks basically went through that on the song, on the album. He only got paid 21... No, he only got paid $29,000. And that's not what he's owed. So basically, he started a GoFundMe so that he could have the funds to... Um, what's it called? Sue Essentially, him. Sue Diddy. And I think he, he also called Diddy out at one point as well, saying that he wanted him to pay him, blah, 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 blah. And his lawyer says that, really and truly, like, Lil Roll would even be grateful with, like, $50,000, right? Um, but Diddy was not willing to make up the 21K. And so that's why he allegedly had the... Well, not allegedly, he did have a GoFundMe. That's why he had to GoFundMe to 
raise up funds. I mean, he only got 15,500. He was asking for like, I can't remember how much he was asking for. Yeah. So since that's why he had that to try and sue Diddy. It's a mess. Question though. Right. So mm -hmm. people have heard 50 Cent come out and basically say, hey, Diddy's parties are wild. Mm. Right. I mean, he stopped short of actually saying what the hell actually happened in these parties. Right. Basically. And a lot of people tend to be doing the same thing. I guess they yeah. don't want to be sued or whatever. I haven't got a clue. Right. Because mm. obviously money is um, circulating in those uh, high echelon places, yeah. um, places. So they know if it is that they look to do or say a particular thing, that money get, get, could get cut off, whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, why is this so hard for certain people to believe? Do you know what? I think I think it's because with celebrities and stuff, yeah. Oh, I need to talk about gigs as well. Oh, gosh, it's so much. But basically, um, because bas people put celebrities on a pedestal, and I think that when you when it's like an artist, for example, you like, it just doesn't. But I feel like we live in an age where people think they know celebrities, so because you think that you know them, this sounds like no, it's not what they do. Do you get what I mean? Like people forget that people have private moments outside of whatever it is that they show you, and people also forget that whatever people show you is edited and curated, like it's packaged for them to show you that. So there's that. And obviously some people are fighting some people have some things that they're fighting themselves. So you know. But Diddy is very much front and center as weird and fruity. Yeah. In his behavior. Yeah. Right? So much front and center. And the amount of stories that you're hearing left and center. Forget mm -hmm. about the whole um he's homosexual. I don't think it's a homosexual thing. I think it's the fact that he's just abusing it. power. Yeah, right? I think he just enjoys it. It's just the abuse of power. Yeah. But you've seen him doing so many questionable things. Mm -hmm. Why is this so hard for anybody to basically say, ah, all right, cool. And you've just seen the Cassie thing, mm -hmm. right? And obviously he's now out of people's consciousness. I don't know why. But she got paid off, right? Mm -hmm. There is now another one. And this, this isn't the end of it. Do you know what's mad though? Because when I was listening to, um, I was listening to Joe Biden's podcast, which I've recently gotten into. But they were like, oh, this is what happens when you settle our court. So remember he settled Cassie like less than 24 hours. Mm. And they're like, oh, this is what happens. People just come out of the woodworks and say these things. But then it's weird because there's so much receipts from over the years of people saying that Diddy is a weirdo and he does weird weirdo things and like sexual weird things. You get me? So it's like, but then obviously there could be a thing where this guy could be capitalizing on that. But again, he's got so much video footage and photo footage. And he says that the reason why he has that is because Diddy was always told him to always record everything. So that's the reason why he's got all this footage. Because Diddy was always saying to him to record stuff. Like that. He was even saying that even with it on his phone, there's videos that Diddy has collect has taken to like record himself. Because Diddy wanted everything documented. So the guy's got hella receipts. Good morning. Morning. Mo morning, guys. I tried your um. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to be very, very quick. I tried to use the line, but you're, you're oh, sorry, just raising the hand I on the stage. Who are you speaking to? <laughs> no, that's cool. That's Femsa, cool. Can you just jump it's off, and I'll, I'll put you up on stage on oh, um, Discord? Here. No, because it's it's cutting off. Oh, I'm here. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. All right. Now we can hear you, babes. It's too late. He did the right thing. People don't anyway. I'm when I'm ready, we'll not be finished today because I've got a place to be. Um, 
So I don't, yeah, I don't know why it's difficult, but it's the same reason why it was difficult people to believe that Tory Lanez was a shooter. So, and they still don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they're, they're still <laughs> shouting free, free Tory Lanez. The oh Lulu. my goodness. The Lulu. But yeah, that's all. That's all that's happening. Have you seen him in the Discord? Yeah. Move on. He's here. Also, Gig said you should stop talking about him. So shut up. <laughs> morning, morning. Morning. Gigs is hurt. <laughs> Gigs said. Some woman made a TikTok saying that Gigs is getting straight man for yep. Diddy to chop. He's soliciting sex workers. That doesn't even make sense. How can, like, as a straight man, how can man chop you? That like, doesn't make like the the, non- the notion behind it doesn't even make sense. Like he wants straight men to to, to sleep with. How are you gonna sleep with straight men? Well, there's, there's a lot of men that go to jail. Then they're not straight then, either way. But that's the thing, though, but they don't see like that. Doesn't matter what they see. But that's the thing. <laughs> I, I hear you, and I agree with you, but for them, like, they will just tell you it's something I dabble in here and there. I dabble in a bit of coke. Does that mean I'm a drug addict? No. They, the same. That's the kind of mindset they have. I hear it. They say, you know, they just dabble here and there. Brent, you made a whole scene and... <laughs> Morning. <laughs> Morning. Yeah, can you okay. hear me now? Yeah, we, yeah, can we, can yeah, we, yeah, 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 we can. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, just quick one. Um, Brent, mm-hmm. what you're saying about um, people not believing and whatnot, the problem is it because he settled out of court, a lot of the stories that we heard came out in that, in that settlement, right? Mm. We've always suspected a lot of that stuff. Okay, a lot it's of clean, the stuff that it? are in this, <laughs> a lot of th- things that are in this lawsuit, is a bit weird because these are things that we've heard before and a lot of the other stuff that we hadn't heard before people are coming out to kind of debunk it with proof as well yeah so as much as proof that he's given there's people coming out with proof that some of this stuff is absolutely bogus now this is where you start running into problems which is if a lot of the stuff that he's saying is debunked then it starts muddying the waters when other people might have truth to claim Obviously, there's probably some stuff in there that is true. Without a doubt, we've heard these stories before. But when you start putting the lawyer into this as well, and you start saying, why is the lawyer dropping all of this stuff on social media? Then it makes you think, isn't it the easiest way to get paid now to shame Diddy into paying? But then when the guys got pictures and videos, though, because everyone else, we've always had stories and stuff. And some of the stories you've heard... But then if the pictures and videos... Um, Esther, sorry. If the pictures and videos... Of course he's going to have pictures because he's, you know, he's got direct access for, for like over a year, as he claimed. Mm-hmm. But if the pictures and videos are like, oh, this is an underage girl, and then the girl's saying, no, I'm 33 or whatever she's saying. Mm-hmm. Then... and Or Stevie J, the, the Stevie J one, the guy actually in the porn videos come out and said, yeah, it's me in the porn video. Yeah. Then you you start saying, okay, well, what's true and what's not? And that's where you start running into issues. And then you've got a lawyer who's literally doing trial by social media. <laughs> and the easiest thing to do is you you tr- you shame Diddy until the point where he just says, yeah, you know what? In, yeah. I'm not going to settle for 30 million, but okay, just to shut you up, I'll give you 2 million or 5 million or whatever. Then we will never know what the truth is. You but know? then though, but it, if it's a lie... Should did he feel shame into settling then? Because with Cassie, we know why he settled. Everyone knows why he was exactly. open and closed. Like it was yeah. very clear as day. Do you get what I mean? So with this one, if it's all false and stuff, I actually expect him to fight it. 
not settle. Just because because the thing with Diddy now, there's there's other lawsuits coming. I just don't have time to talk about it today. There's 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 two more lawsuits that I've seen last night that are basically in the works to be um filed properly and available next week, right? So he's gonna be setting with everybody then. He's gonna at some point he has to fight. But and then I think if they're this all might be coming the from be the example. But if they're all coming from a that lawyer or similar lawyers, I mean I mean we've we, We've watched um, TV shows in America where we get these lawyers that are like opportunities. That's yeah. hey, you know what? There's a guy that's on the ropes. That let's let's let's, let's obviously get. there's some truth in there. Let's um, let's put all the other stuff that we hear into this as well, mm. and then mix it all together. Like I'm not even joking. Of course, some of the stuff is true. And you know, I've watched shows like um, what's that show where the guy was a fixer? Um, Ray Donovan. We've watched those like that, and we know that they don't just make up stories like that in Hollywood. There mm. are people that go around fixing things for celebrities. We know that yeah. for sure. They do nasty, nasty things, and they get away with it because they have connections or they have fixers. There's a reason why Olivia Pope, you know, is not just fictional. They've got this from somewhere, things like that. Mm. So I'm just saying, like, they just got to be careful when you're doing stuff like this that you don't affect real victims or i'm not saying yeah. he's not a real victim but pe people that are real victims that later down the line want to you know do want to claim something or someone needs to take him to court proper court not civil not just civil court to try and get money let's take him to court let him mm -hmm. face his day in court let's find out what the truth is yeah that's that's really what i wanted to say really just just yeah. we just got to be careful that we don't muddy the waters and make it just just what's true and what's not because it's getting to that point now where people are like uh, yeah, that's true. That's not true. We heard about the Shine and J-Lo stuff before. So why not just stuff it into a lawsuit? Why not? <laughs> you know? True. That's a word, man. Yeah. But yeah, have a good show, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to speed up. I need to leave here in the next minute. I'll go clean that chorus. Okay, good. I love that. <laughs> it was so annoying. <laughs> it was clean, actually, let's be fair. Um, so Fredo is out of jail. He's out feeling rehabilita rehabilitated. He did a lie. He was on a live yesterday, and he said, "Stop spreading rumors about him putting drugs in his bum." He also did not realize he had the weed on him. It was just a little bit. Da -da -da, tries to swallow it. Da -da -da. He's back out of jail. It looks good. All is great. <laughs> celebrity brother, celebrity brother is coming back. Um, don't really care much for it outside of the fact that Zizi Mills is in there. Big up Zizi Mills. Love that for her. I think he's gonna hold her own. I think she's gonna be sick in the house. I think it'll be fun. Ekin Sue is in there as well. So I think I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be very interesting. When does it start? Quite honestly. You can Google that. Um, what else is there? I have not read upon the last thing that's been added in there. Oh yeah, I, I can mention that in the people's channel. Wonderful. So let's get into people's general, thank you. All right, people, right, welcome to the People's Journal, where I give you the news from an economics <laughs> point of view. All right, so the first thing I want to mention is... So the first thing I want to mention is um, the Shadow Secretary, sorry, the Shadow uh, Chancellor, Rachel Reeves, she basically has come out and basically said that Labour will inherit the worst economic situation of any incoming government since the Second World War. 
See, when I first heard this, I was thinking to myself, mm, this might be true. But at the same time, thinking, is this an excuse? What's the statement, sorry? She said, Labour will inherit the worst economic situation of any incoming government since World War II. Okay. Would you give them Greece? If? If that's true. No, it, it is true, obviously. So, would you give them great? Oh. You, Emmanuel, because yeah, I mean, yeah, you believe I mean, that they're going to be voted in, right? Yeah. And for the first four years, they're going to be up against it. Mm. Would you give them grace? I mean, it depends on what they do, yeah. Okay. Depends on what they do. If, if they're just coming out with stupid policies that make the situation worse, it doesn't do anything, then not really. But if you're, if you're doing something, and I can see the plan, even if it hasn't done anything just yet, but it makes sense economically, economically then um, yes, definitely, definitely. Economics is not just about the short term, man. It's about definitely about the long term as well. Um, so yeah, this is what she said. Um, she made a statement. She said George Osborne, Osborne said in 2010 that they were going to fix the roof. What they've done is smash the windows, broken the door down, and are burning the whole damn house down. I, I added the damn. Um, that is the reality for whoever is prime minister and chancellor after the next election. That's the inheritance that whoever forms the next government is going to have to deal with. So this obviously um, comes amid the you know, uh, amid speculation that Jeremy Hunt is going to be used in next week's event to cut taxes and, um, yeah, basically and see what he can do pretty much to to try and um, salvage um, a campaign, man, that that looks like it may potentially fail. Not may potentially fail, will definitely fail. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I've said on the show many times, I really don't see the Conservatives staying in power. It's really, really, yeah... It's just not possible. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is Bitcoin. For the crypto lovers out there, man, Bitcoin was doing crazy things yesterday. Crazy things yesterday. Um, it's basically nearly at its all-time high. And this is, it's, it's, it went past $60,000 yesterday for the first time since November 2021. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's, it's nearly at its all-time high, um, which is $67,707. And that was, like I said, um, November, well, 9th of November 2021. Um, yeah, I just I just kept getting notifications, man. It's going up, 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 up. Crazy. So, yeah. Um, what do you say? You're rich? <laughs> no, I, I don't have no Bitcoin, you know. No? No, no, no. no so what was they notifying you for? No, because I'm in tune with certain things, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> Brent's out there. Brent's got Bitcoin. There you go. I don't have a coin. I have fragments. Mm? <laughs> <laughs> fragments of a bitcoin it's fragments of profit yeah you know it's something man Brent's up man no horns for Brent <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it did yeah so for the people out there that you know are bitcoin well lovers, you gotta carry it loose like your apples Cheesy. <laughs> 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 Don't you ever dare try comfort when I'm off mic. <laughs> I will come back from it. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Yeah, like I was saying, um, yeah, for the Bitcoin lovers out there, the crypto lovers out there, um, yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure everyone's happy, especially if they're holders of Bitcoin and Ethereum as well. Ethereum's going up like crazy as well yesterday. Um, not at its all time high, but. Also, was getting notifications about um, ETH as well. So, um, yeah. Hmm? There you go. ETH. And I was going up in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, all fine. I have no fragments of ETH. I got ETH. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was that was doing well yesterday. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is, apparently, they're going to be um, increasing, um, what is it called? The fines for parents, man. The, you know, parents who basically who are okay with their children missing school? 
yeah, basically, um, those those fines are going to be going up by thirty three percent. So that in real in real terms, that's basically at least twenty pounds um, as part of an attendance attendance drive. Is what the government's putting in. So uh, just to read a little bit about it, the Department of Education said the national framework would be introduced from the start of the 2024 to 2025 school year to help tackle inconsistencies in how much institutions charge for unauthorized absences and all parents must be considered for the penalty if a child misses five days. So the cost of a fine will rise from £60 to £80 if paid within 21 days and from £120 to £160 if paid within 28 days. So, yes. Sorry, the first one's within 21 days. The next one, 120 pounds, 160 if paid within 28 days. So yes, that's that's what the situation is there. And um I wanted to also give you guys some information. Um seeing as Ramadan's coming up, you know what I'm saying? And obviously the other day I was bigging up the nation. Um happy Saviour's Day to them, of course, every time. Um I just wanted to give some options out there for our Muslim uh, viewers as well about certain savings accounts. Because you know. Some Muslims obviously subscribe to the idea that interest is not a good thing. It's, it's forbidden in Islam. So uh, what typically happens is, well, uh, let me not say what typically happens, but there are basically options for those who actually want to subscribe to Sharia. And so there are some Sharia savings accounts out there. So basically the, the principle behind it is they don't have the interest rates. They have something called EPR, which is basically expected profit rate. You know what I'm saying? So you're getting paid, not interest, but you're getting paid from the profits. And so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much how it works. So um, for those who are interested, there are some fixed-term bonds out there. Um, some providers, BLME, uh, two years, they're, they're offering 4.75%. For three years, 4.5%. Five-year, 4.3%. You can open online. There's no access within that particular term. And also al Ryan Bank, uh, for one year, they're offering 5.05%. Um, for 18 months, they're offering 4.8%. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, for those um, who are unaware, um, they offer basically expected profit returns and not interest rates. You know what I'm saying? To obviously not get around it, but this is, this is what I, I guess they would say promotes um, fairness as opposed to um, interest, which kind of um, produces a situation where um, banks can take advantage, lease a social inequality, and injustice and stuff like that. So it's just one of the unethical practices um, that Islam prohibits. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the People's Journal today, man. All right, then let's get into... Oka joke. Oka joke. All right, guys. So this is going to be a quick walk jog. I want to see what you guys' opinion is. I hope Brent didn't cheat on this one because Brent said sometimes he gets, well, to be fair, it's not his fault, mm. but he gets notifications sometimes about the news. But apparently some fossils were found, man, recently. Complete fossils. And this may change how we see human civilization. I hope you guys are following this. Tell me which one you think is fake or real. Or are both of them real? Or both of them fake? So the fossils they found, the first thing is hobbits. Obviously, I'm calling them hobbits, but basically, they are shorter than little people. They found literally like three of them together. So basically, it might have been a situation where they were um, maybe in a cave or something and whatever it may be. But they saw them. They're literally like three, three foot seven. They're, and looking at their bones and their DNA, they're not children, right? These are actual grown adults. 
So they could tell this from the actual bone composition yeah, and things like that. Have existed. Hmm? No, but no, they're smaller than that though. And they're not obviously you know like um little people, they have certain markers that you you look at one, you can tell that this person is a little person, right? People know what I mean when I say little people, right? The dwarfism. Exactly. Yeah. Um But this is not that. This is like Frodo and them guys. So the proportions of a norm, the proportions of people like us is there, but they're just three foot seven. And based on the composition of their bones, they are adults. These are not kids. They're adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So they're like this, like this table here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cool. Or, or and, fossils were found um, of a dragon. Okay. Like a, a real life dragon that like you see in Game of Thrones <laughs> and that. So yeah, which one do you think is real, man? Or fake? Or are they both real or fake? Both real. Oh, is it? Why Why is that? Because the last couple you've done, you've been like that, so I'm just thinking, <laughs> it's, it's, thinking it's a theme. Yeah. <laughs> Going with both real. Okay, okay. Brent? One, that first one is mad old. Okay. They've been finding Hobbit fossils. Secondly, I did get a notification from this. <laughs> but I do believe in dragons, though, man. I believe that they've existed. Okay. I believe all sorts of beasts existed. And why not dragons, isn't it? But yeah, I do believe that dragons roam the earth. And again, like, I, I didn't cheat. I got, got, got a notification. So. <laughs> so, not your fault, but no. Nah, nah. Both of them are real. Okay. Both of them are real. Um, Mark, do you want to add anything? It was all right. Don't give me one more chance to, 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 to something your your something. I'm saying both of them are real. Again, because little people have existed, so them finding them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, they're harder to find because they're little, innit? So yeah, you ain't getting no cookies. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, okay, no, go. We're gonna say something. No, I mean the dragon thing is just. Why not in it? Or it might be like a version of a dragon. It might not be like what you see in the TVs. It might be like one of them Komodo dragons or a lizard or something or just something. Mm. So, yeah, I can see both of them being real. All right, cool. Well, based on my findings, so we're not going down the route of conspiracy theories here. Okay. Right, only one of them is real. And that one is a dragon. Huh? They ain't no hobbits. <laughs> they ain't no... Brent said they've been finding hobbits. Yeah, Brent, Brent is down a conspiracy lane. I'm not... You know what I'm saying? I'm not... Where's your evidence, man? Hobbits, Brent. Yes. <laughs> you see, you're, you're saying hobbits because you're uh, connecting it with um, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Who told you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're laughing. All right, but he's right. They've been finding them little people. And the big people. So are these grown adults? Are these grown adults? Yeah. You can't just say yeah. Like, tell me more, man. Yes. This isn't a new thing. Okay, go on. So you can call it conspiracy. <laughs> it, it, guess it just depends on what it is that you believe that they've hidden or not hidden. Mm-hmm. But um, these, um, uh, you know those, not on Netflix, but there's like a YouTube channel that you have to subscribe to that has all this information of... Um, otherworldly stuff and paranormal stuff, blah, 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 blah. I'm subscribed to that, innit? Mm. So I've, 
like I think it was two years ago that I heard about this whole uh, they found the little um, bones of beings that are really really small, and some people said, oh, um, they might be aliens, and they're like, no, they fully have like human features and whatnot. Like pygmies. Mm. Yeah, but it, he doesn't want you to say pygmies. He wants you to, to laugh when he's at you. No, but change the name to hobbits. <laughs> 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 no, because they're different. Like, pygmies are not three foot, like seven and that. They're you not. mean the ones that you've known about? They're alive today. The, the pygmy people. The, the one in, in the out the the far reaches of these places where we can't go because they say, "Hey, don't come, or we'll still kill you." No, as in there's tribes of pygmy <laughs> to our people today. <laughs> the ones that. Allow you to basically come close. There are ones that are in the like the Amazon mm. that they like. If you come through here, we're going to kill you. So how do you know this? Then? I've watched a lot of crap. I've watched a lot of crap. I watch a lot of crap. All right. Well, I'll try. I'll give you a lot of half marks. Reason why? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to give me anything. I'm just telling you, it's not a conspiracy. All right. Well, I'm the teacher today. Mm. So based based on what my findings, yes. right? My other teachers have sent me some information. To me, I just did some Googling. And you have to go back at least 100,000 to 50,000 years ago to find um, some species, Homo sapiens, um, called Homo florensis. And basically, their brain sizes were about 420 cubic centimeters, but their height was about one meter and five centimeters to one meter and 10 meters, and, t- and 10 centimeters, which converts to three foot six. Three foot six. So, I guess you are, you are kind of right, man. It's not a conspiracy. No, no. Again, these are not modern human beings. So I'm giving you half marks. Half marks. But neither is a dragon. I didn't. No one said a dragon is a bloody modern, human being. Modern, modern, modern. Because I wasn't speaking about oh, you can go, you can buck them in Chingford. <laughs> yeah, of course. But still. So so now you know. No, no, but you're this is wiser. This is so you're different. not going to be laughing at people when no, it is No, but this, this is different though. Because these, these, again, this is not modern human beings. We're talking about, in my analogy, I'm talking about people who look like us, but they're just three foot six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Three foot seven. That's what I'm saying. These are not that. And hobbits, hobbits have ears and stuff, no? And big feet. Um, yeah. In Lord of the Rings, no? Mm-hmm. They're not exactly human... They're still modern humans. They're, they're, they're just different. So like, weird how you, you said they're still modern humans because you saw them in 2020. Yeah, because one. of how they look, innit? So according to the fantasy film, they look like us. It's not like the... And you the would say elves look like us too, right? No, elves is a bit different, though. Because it is? They, can, they, they, got they magic. look more like us than the flipping hobbits. But they got magic, though. Are you they're telling different. me your babalawas aren't ma- magical? That's different. Why is it diff- different? I'm not too sure why, but it's different. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, yes. So anyway, you guys, one and a half marks. But yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Well, we'll go joke. Uh, Ruby Wednesday wants me to type in smallest woman so that you can see. Okay. Okay, smallest woman in the world. Okie dokie. Oh my goodness. Look. I've seen her. I've seen her about, yeah. I've seen her next to the tallest man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, you, you find, remember, like, everything, like, most things in life is like a bloody, a bell curve, innit? So you're going to find extremes. But, like, hobbits were a civilization of people that were like that. Pygmy Twa people are, their civilization, their culture, ethnicity of people just like that. 
like her parents are not like this. You know what I'm saying? So we're not talking about the extremes. I know these people exist. Yeah. All right. Interesting. All right then. Let's get into our um, headlines. Is that the last ones? Yeah. All right, so our last headline, uh, Ghana's parliament has passed highly contentious anti-LGBTQ plus bill um, after about three years of deliberations, man. Um, the new bill imposes a prison sentence of up to three years for anyone convicted of identifying as LGBTQ plus. It also imposes a maximum five-year jail term for forming or funding LGBTQ plus uh, groups. The bill was approved unanimously on Wednesday following the completion of, of the third reading. Proposed amendments to the bill were rejected by the speaker. Albin Babkin, um, Babbin, pardon me, um, during the session. Lawmakers heckled down attempts to replace prison sentences with community service and counselling. It's the latest sign of growing opposition to LGBTQ plus rights in a conservative West African nation. Remember this, this came from, yeah, well, African news. So the bill is now slated to be forwarded to the president, Akufo Addo, um, for his assent for it to be signed into law. The president has in the past said, that he would do so if the majority of Ghanaians want him to. Next headline, and animal activists have claimed that they've purchased and rehomed three pigeons from the King's Sandringham estate as they urged him to cut ties with pigeon racing. So Peter, people of the ethical treatment of animals, said that the retired birds were bought by, pardon me, bought at a charity auction earlier this year with documents showing the transfer from the royal lofts in Norfolk. In a letter to the king, the group said they took ownership of the birds to spare further suffering and had moved them to a bird sanctuary in Wales where they're going to be receiving the royal treatment. The pigeons have been renamed Vera, Cliff and Dover in honour of Dame Vera Lynn, who backed a Peter campaign to end pigeon racing before she died in 2020. Peter has now called on the king to end the Royal Family's Association with pigeon racing. You know, I sometimes... <laughs> My mind wanders when this Peter people come up, right? Peter, mm. whatever is you pronounce it. Because they care for all sorts of creatures, mm -hmm. right? Like proper care about them. And kudos to them. Good on them. But then I wonder, if you buck one of them and find out that they are a womanizer, <laughs> does it just... Does it just... Make everything else so trivial. Mm. Are they connected at all? Do you, do you see any connection at all? What's that, sorry? Because they care about everything, mm. right? Who? These pigeons have been saved. You weren't listening, but it's okay. There's petter people. They okay. saved two pigeons. Okay. And they've given them a new home. Yeah. Right? They've retired them. Mm. Cool. And I told Emmanuel, when I hear these stories... I'm like, wow, there are some people who really care about all God's creatures, right? Mm. Like proper care. They fight for them, right? They will die for them. Because they've got souls. Cool, cool. <laughs> and all that is good. Fine and dandy. But when it is that you find out that one of them, like they cheat all the time. Well, like, on what? the pigeons? No, they don't cheat on the pigeons, but they <laughs> cheat with human beings. They work as petter people. Like, it doesn't just get erased. You're saying like the activist is a cheater. They go out mm -hmm. their way to save pigeons. Not, not and finding new homes. Okay, one second. I'm just. Let me, <laughs> let 
I get what you're saying. It's a straight thought, by the way. No, but I'm saying, you're saying that these people are pretending to be so great and thing, but in their spare time, they're doing... Some human acts. beings. Oh, I'm with you now. Because I was thinking you were saying that they're saving the, the pigeons, but the pigeons are cheaters. I was thinking... <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I'm with you now. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Do so my word. Because a lot of them acting holy than down and stuff, and they'll be doing craziest things in their spare time, innit? That's what I'm saying. And I, I don't know. People might be saying, ah, you're not connected, blah, 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 blah. Why is your mind thinking like that? But my mind thinks like that. Two things can be true at the same time, though. 100%. And you want to take away people's acts of... You can care more about pigeons than women's feelings. Huh? <laughs> you oh could be a misogynist, but be an animal, animal rights activist. Like, two things can be true. I, I, I find it weird. And the fact that, you, <laughs> that you're a, a misogynist doesn't take away the good work that you... The good activism that you've done... Animals. To be honest, you, you know, what you're saying is is correct, right? Because you realize that they don't have any advocates. These pigeons don't have advocates. There you go. These poor pigeons don't have advocates. None. And whilst it is that you you have the energy, you have the time, you go and save them. That doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, cheating on women. <laughs> true, I hear though. you, man. I hear you, but. I don't know. I think it's just because I find what they do is so interesting. It's intriguing. Yeah, because if I was in that position, I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to hear you talking nonsense. Like, you talking to me about me cheating. What the fuck's me cheating on my girl got to do with these pigeons I'm saving? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, they're not even the same thing, you idiot. Like, I don't even want to hear your nonsense. Like, what the hell are you... What the fuck has that got to do with all this great work I'm doing in the wild? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's because they've they've obviously prioritized and valued pigeons' lives more than the, the ones that they're they're cheating on. But never mind. It's just a straight thought. I just I found it funny, and it finds its way into our news feed. Mm. You know. Anyway, to have such gusto for a cause. Right. Did we finish that? Uh, there's one more quickly. Um, well, two boys. Aged, well, Peter are going to get onto these, these guys, but two boys aged 11 and 12 have been arrested on suspicion of animal cruelty and burglary after police received reports that several animals had been killed at a college in West London. So the pair were arrested after officers were called to Capel or Capel um, Manor College in, Gunners, in Gunnersbury Park on Sunday. Both of the boys have been bailed. The college confirmed that some animals had died and also appealed for help in finding its much-loved barn owl, Shiraz, who is now missing. So guys, if you see a Owl out there. What do they do? Who, who, who? What the hell? How the hell you know how to do that? I don't know. Is that, was that right? <laughs> I think so. Always out at night. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, in, in the statement, the Met Police said the officers visited the scene and viewed CCTV footage. A forensic examination was also carried out. A spokesperson for the college said that Gunnersbury Park campus experienced a break-in that resulted in damage to some of the animal areas, and sadly, some animals died. Why are there two activist animal things in our headlights? <laughs> <laughs> Who's infiltrated the researchers? Is this for Dan's work? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's it for the headlines, man. Time to pay the bills.
bitches owls. It's all the same shit, man. Um, welcome to the reaction, people. We don't have any um, sports headlines for you today. But about United back. They won yesterday, no? Yeah, I was going to say, we could have a bit of discourse about some football, but I don't actually have any oh, the, stories. There's something about boxing I want to ask you guys as well. About well, Canelo. Okay, we'll get into that after then. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, United won yesterday. Well, I can give you all the results, actually, because it's not just... This ain't the United fan channel. Chelsea beat Leeds 3-2. Um, United beat Nottingham Forest 1-0. Uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers beat Brighton 1-0. And Liverpool beat Southampton 3-0. I don't know why everybody's excited that United won, because now we've got a quarterfinal against Liverpool, so... Are you going to beat them, though? I don't know, because it's sandwiched. Like, we got we got next week, we got... The derby with City, then after the derby we got Liverpool, so it's, it's tough. That's two wins, I see. Is that easy? That's I, I, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good that you see that. How about you? Do you see it that way? No. You might draw one. Yeah, we could potentially draw one because they're back to back. So, but it could be. I see two wins. Yeah. See two wins. What do you, What do you see? You're the Oracle, isn't it? I'm with you. Oh, two yeah? wins. Yeah. Two wins. I'm with you, man. I see what I you think, see. I think you always surprise people, man. When you, when you when you kind of look at these games thinking it's just going to be a, a wash, no, but just turn up and be like, "Hey, this is legacy over here." No, but the the, the the teams in a bad way, man. It's in tatters, man. The back the back lines messed up. The forward lines messed up now after they just got it cooking. I mean, the midfield of the midfield is not really cooking anyway. They're not really in the best form in the best. Well, it's not terrible. They've only lost one game for, for the turn of the year, to be fair. But there's just something that's just not clicking. You get me? They don't want Liverpool and City back-to-back. That's not what you want. But lower averages, they, the, if they're going to get a result, the chances are they, they could pick it up with in back-to-back games, isn't it? Like you're saying, one type of draw. One's a cup game, so the, the draw is no good anyway. So, yeah, it's tough. don't know, man. I don't know. I don't see it. Are you in the FA Cup? No? Oh. Shame. Nothing, nothing about that? No. You don't care about that fake up? I do. But what? But nothing. Okay. What am I supposed to do? No, I know. Obviously, who's in the quarterfinals? Do we even know? There's been a lot of good press about Arsenal recently. Timber's back. Party's back. Zinchenko's back. Tomiyasu's back. Speak to me about this. What good press? What's been going on with you? I think Actually, you know, you've been on a... Of course we've been on a flipping... Uh, yeah, you've been on a good run. Streak. Yeah, you've been on a win streak. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, okay. And people are there saying that we're the best. But we're again... the best football. Our defence is the best. Remember, I spoke to you about this, though. Um, it's the, the fixture... It's like the, the, the fixture contraction. The, fish, the fixture... It's been um, favourable for us. Yeah, but what, there's a word I'm looking for. Why, not, why can't I find it? Because I use it... Is it the congestion? Yeah, but because I use it in basketball. But anyway, the the thing the um shit man, why is the word evading me for? There's the your fixture's soft. The, the fixture's been soft anyway, innit? Yeah. The fixture's been soft in it. So, so we what do you mean this fixture? So we spoke about this last week. I know. I didn't agree with you then. Okay, that's fine. And we have some tough games coming up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So now it's gonna change, innit? Yeah, yeah. It's gonna balance itself out. And now we have to because Chelsea won yesterday. Our game with them is gonna be. Like rescheduled, and it's going to come in between a time where is that we have a heavy workload. I think mm. it's going to be between uh, um, a Wolves and a Spurs game. Okay. Wolves. But like I said, our full team is back now. So, the timing. 
Mm. Habits is unlocked as well. I'm feeling it. Yeah, man, that's about it. What were you going to say about boxing, Iman? Yeah, I just wanted to ask this question, man, because obviously we've got a lot of back boxing fans out there that listen to TDA. Mm-hmm. And obviously us in the room, we love, we love boxing as well. And we're seeing a lot of speculation out there about Canelo not wanting to fight Benavidez. Everyone's saying he's ducking this and the third, even though his resume doesn't really speak to him being the type of person that ducks fights, right? However, I do want to pose this question to you guys. Do you feel like Canelo is ducking Benavidez? Or are we holding him to a different standard that everybody else wouldn't necessarily be held to if they were in his position? Let me, let me break it down to you, yeah? So basically, apparently this is the story. He, because of the type of boxing he is, the face of boxing, he agreed a certain deal with PBC, right? Brent, you follow me there? PBC, boxing, yeah. yes. agreed. Huh? Agreed. Okay, cool. So he, he agreed uh, a deal with PBC saying, give me 35 million. This is my minimums. Whoever I'm fighting, this is the minimum that I'm getting. And they've pretty much agreed that, okay, cool. These are the next three fighters that we're going to give you. Charlo, Lava Charlo brother, and I think it's Mongia, right? So these three boxers, for example, 35 million each, minimum. You've now, people are now saying, wait a minute, we want you to fight Benavides, which is what everybody wants to, wants to see happen, right? Everybody does. But he's saying, wait a minute, if you want me to fight Benavides, give me more money, right? Or we can talk about that later because that's not part of the 35 million contract that I signed. I'm agreeing with you 35 million for these particular guys. If it comes to Benavides, you can't swap one of them out. You can't tell me, okay, look, we'll give was you 35 million. Was it 35 million, million per fighter? Or was it for those actual fighters? I, I'm not, I think it is per fighter, you know? I think it no, is. No, but like, I'm saying, because everything's like parts move and stuff, innit? Mm. So how would it, how would it be, how would his contract be for those fighters? Like anything could happen, like injuries, this, that, that, the fight not be able to get made, innit? So mm. how would the contract be for those specific fighters? I think it, it might it might have been like a loose agreement. So it might have been a thing where, okay, cool. These are the next three that I'm agreeing to. You know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, provided nothing out of the ordinary happens, mm. I want 35 million to for these people as a minimum. You know what I'm saying? So in his head, he's thinking Charlo's one of them. The other Charlo brother is the next one. And this other guy, Mongia, is the next one, right? Cool. And now people are saying, well, to be fair, it's not just now. People have been saying we want to fight Benavides for the time, to be fair. But he's, I guess from his perspective, he might be seeing it as, wait a minute, if that's the case, then don't give me 35 million for this. You know what I'm saying? Give me more. Or let's deal with the contract that we've got here first. Because at the end of the day, he's on the tail end of his career now. He's probably got, I don't know. I think I heard him say he wants to fight for a maximum five more years. So, well, three to five more years. So if that's the case, right, is it wrong for us, for him to say, wait a minute, I want my 35 million for these guys. And then we can speak about Benavides afterwards. And what, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or, or does the boxing um, community deserve the right to say he's ducking Benavides? Mm. Okay, we've got someone calling up. Are they Hello? Hello. Morning, how's it going? Morning, good morning. You right? Yeah, good, good, thank you. Just wanted to quickly, uh, the whole you, no. situation. It's, it's not the line that we're using. It. Uh, can, can, you know? can you call via the Discord? I'm not on Discord. I can call. I can see if 
So if you're asking me, I mm-hmm. think that is this fella he's top bill? Who? Char- um Canelo. Yeah. Oh, Canelo? Yeah. Connect can do whatever you want now. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Morning. Okay, yes. So sorry? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. This is RJ. Cool, cool. Okay, big up, big up, man. Who's I'm gonna say I'm on Canelo's ducking. Okay, okay. Why? Only because with the Canelo situation, Small Charlo wasn't in the initial contract. If they, if they're saying, listen, this was like you gave me three opponents I was meant to face for a certain amount, yeah. And then we can renegotiate. That's fair. We stuck to it. But he faced a smaller Charlo twin, which wasn't part of the initial contract. If I remember correctly, it was meant to be big Charlo, but Mm -hmm. man's going through it right now in life. Mm. So then my thing is, if that's the case, then renegotiate for David Benavides then, because you can renegotiate for small Charlo and they're both in the same network. Mm. Because then if he leaves, if he leaves um, PBC right now, they can't negotiate with David Benavidez because he's on a different network. So it's just like the same way you renegotiated for Small Charlo, mm-hmm. you can renegotiate for David Benavidez. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Even his resume is sick. His, everything he's done before is sick, but that is a duck because this is gone. This is beyond money. Because I'm I'm not trying to be funny. Out of all the other potential people that he's gonna face, no one cares about them. Yeah. No one cares about them. You can't say other people are going to make me more money. You can't say other people make more sense because Benavidez is no only interim champion. He's a mandatory as well. So it's like, for me, you're just finding excuses. That's the way I see it. Do you, okay, but the reason why I was saying um, or asking the question of do you feel like we're holding him to a different standard is because in other areas of life, mm-hmm. if somebody set up a contract with someone, mm-hmm. even if it was a, like a, a loose contract here, you wouldn't expect somebody yeah. to, to, to be asked to amend that same contract for a tougher job. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I agree with what you're saying. You could, you could just, you could just um, I guess, renegotiate for Benavides, right? But if somebody's put something yeah. down on the table for you and say, this is the situation, if you want me to change it, surely it's going to be someone of the same sort of caliber or less. Wouldn't everybody do that? Yes and no, because for the simple fact that you renegotiate for small Charlo, so it's different. It's different. If he never renegotiated in the first place, then fair enough. But it's like the moment you came into the contract, you renegotiate to face Jamel Charlo, mm. even though Jamal's the bigger one, and both of them ain't even in your weight class. So now, yes, you could. The thing is, my thing is this year to renegotiate for um, to renegotiate for a bigger contract. Is it that hard than leaving? Mm. You know the thing is that, that I, that's my I, thing. I also think PPC don't have the money to pay him that much. Oh, for sure, absolutely for sure. Them lot are broke. Listen, the only people they can manage right now is Tank and Earl Spence because apparently Terence Crawford is leaving as well now. Imagine. I don't think PBC's got the money. How I don't think no one. This this is one thing people gotta realize as well. Yeah, 
outside of the Saudi bag, mm-hmm. there's no money in boxing. Yeah. The bo- the boxing money is drying up. As soon as Canelo leaves, as soon as AJ leaves, all them big pay-per-view money stuff is gone. Mm-hmm. All this money that people think is in boxing, it is done. Yeah. Because... Yeah, no one really cares about boxing outside of the stars, unfortunately. And if if it keeps on going down that way, their people are gonna have to renegotiate how much because even saying pay five mil flat fee for Canelo, I'm like, where are they getting this money from? This is money laundering. <laughs> there's no way, brother, mm. unless the Saudis are involved, there's no way I can see anyone raising pay five mil for Canelo. Not even Eddie Hearn as well, but Eddie's probably gonna get him. I don't know, a better deal on the back end with pay-per-view and that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know how anyone's going to generate 35 mil to face Canelo. And that's, that's just for Canelo. Yeah. Then you've got to generate the money for the other opponent. I can't see where the money is in it. Mm. Yeah. But in regards to Benavides, in regards to Benavides, mm-hmm. it is looking like a duck. Only, I think the issue is, if, if Canelo came out and just said, listen, Get the money right, and I'll face him. Mm-hmm. Then it's not a duck. But the fact that you keep he keeps on that avoiding bringing him up, yeah. mentioning his name, mentioning other people. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, it's looking like a duck. Because how 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 you speak on lesser people, but you can't speak on Benavides. Yeah. It looks like a duck. That's, that is true. And apparently, according to Benavides' dad as well, they offered Benavides five mil. They said, "Listen, we're going to give you five million. That's it. Take it or leave it. No more. No less." And Benavides said yes. Benavides said yes. Oh? Yeah. And then nothing was heard back from Canelo's team, man. That's a duck then. Yeah. That's, listen, if it, if, it, if, it, if it quacks like one, <laughs> if it quacks like one, uh, that's, and uh, you, you hate to see it because don't get me wrong, Canelo's the guy, you hate to see it, but if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck, man. But mm. boy, let me leave you guys too anyway. In fact, last question before you go, yeah. Who would win in that fight? I think it's a 50-50 fight and I think that's why Canelo don't want to... I think Canelo's not in the prime of his career. He's in the twilight of his career. And I think it will burn him more to lose to someone. If Canelo was to lose to him, he'll probably think to himself, right, in my prime, I would have beaten you up. Mm -hmm. But you're not in your prime. So it's it's a risky fight. It is a very risky fight. It's a 50-50 fight. Yeah. But I don't like how some boxers try to do this thing. There's that way um, when Tank Davis does a rehydration clause. Yeah. If you're the best, then you're the best. Don't be doing no rehydration clause or anything. I think, especially after the Bivol loss to Canelo, I don't think he wants to feel like that again. So he's doing everything to point his advantage. And I'm just like, yeah. I, was, I get it, but it's like, but uh, if you're not the best, yeah, mm-hmm. relinquish all your belts exactly. and fight the fun fight that you want. Mm-hmm. But don't be holding. I think that's the only issue because I think some people try to compare it to Floyd when they're just like, oh, but look how Floyd was moving at the end of his career. Floyd gave up all the belts. Yep. He gave up the belts. He didn't hold up the division. Right. So if Canelo wants to do what Floyd did near the end of his career and fight fun fights, let go of the belts, let other people become champions and do your thing. But mm-hmm. you can't hold up the division and then be like, wow, why is everyone complaining at me? People are trying to be world champion. You're the champion, so... Yeah, that's true. It's, it is what it is. 100%. Benavidez shouldn't have to move up to 175 to try and get a belt. It's ridiculous. See, that, that's yeah. crazy. It's ridiculous. That's crazy. Because then Canelo... If Canelo chases Benavidez as well, yeah, we're going to look at you funny again because why didn't you chase people up there again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. 
But he's, look, he's looking funny in the light, but shout, shout out my guy Canelo still. <laughs> All right, man. Appreciate that, RJ, man. Thank you. All right. Love as always, man. Take care. Peace. All right. Honestly, I put money on the Benavidez, you know. Like RJ was saying, like, and like I was saying yesterday, it's too tough a fight, man. I don't think Canelo's in the, in the, in the frame of mind to go through that war. It will be a war. You know what I'm saying? I think it will be the toughest fight he's had of his career. And it won't be one of those fights where it's like, okay, I can't get to this guy. He's so elusive. No, this guy is just pure volume punching. And he, like, he just stops everyone. Everyone. You know what I'm saying? And uh, a few years back, I would say Canelo. But I feel like Canelo, he golfs too much. Not too much, but he, like, he's, he's become more civilized. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, he's been boxing since he's professionally since he was like 15. He's, been, he's, he's had like a proper long career already. So I don't think he's in a frame of mind, man. And it's just like an unnecessary beating because at the end of the day, my question to people would be um, simply this. If he doesn't fight Benavides, is he one of the best boxers of all time? And I think the answer is yes. If he fights Benavides and he loses, or he wins, pardon me, would he be one of the best boxers of all time? Yes, the answer is the same. So it's like, his point of view is, then what, what do I really gain from this? You know what I'm saying? Except the money, which I can get the same money to fight Charlo. Why do it? So and unfortunately, that's, that's how boxing has become, but it is what it is. But like RJ was saying, man, he just needs to let go of the belts. Let go of the belts. Let everyone continue to fight for the belts, man. That's it. You know? But yeah. I guess that's it for the reaction, man. All right, then. Let's get into Donna, yeah. that I want you to discuss. Um don't know if it's appropriate for this platform though, but let's see. That artwork, I wanna know, I want you to say I want you to tell me if this is racism. There's an artist, a black queen, she's doing she got art she's been doing and the art the art's been pretty controversial. And apparently they tried to make out that she's transphobic. Mm. But I don't know. I haven't done much interest in it, but look at her art here. Can you can you make some of them art this big? Her her art's controversial. What do you sort of think about this? Oh, the left breast is um doing it's noodles. Co it's cooking food. It's, but obviously the breast feed anyway. Do you mm. get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. So there's a is she landing here? Quick to the one, the other one's burnt. This one here, I think a lot of women in the chat could relate to this one. Ah, <laughs> uh, as in um just bondage, just slaves mm. to the to the cocky. I think I think is that what she's going for? Uh, yeah, but it's so, like yeah. a, a a whip. No, it's not she's hanging from the willy. Mm. Mm. Hung. Hung. <laughs> 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 the, the title of this piece. <laughs> I, I, oh, maybe gosh. I love this piece the most. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say the hung. Well hung, boy. What about that one? The first one. This one is um the first one. No, we'll go back again. There's a way. There must be another one. What's one in the um the fork? Spatula the, thing. The, yeah, yeah. The clip. All right, it's a ring thing. Oh, okay. It's like a hoop. Yeah, kind of thing. Talented man. Going to the first one, click it back. No, go no, no, go back again. Back. There's one more. Because obviously black woman is life. Here we go. Oh, 
this, you understand mm. what she's saying here, innit? Mother Earth. World mm. boss. Man said world boss. <laughs> 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 this, is, this is accurate, man. Huh? Yeah. It's accurate. It's good, innit? Yeah. Do you think it's controversial or? Yeah, it's controversial because it's like. Because it's nudity. And, yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, but uh, essentially, the, the message is. They saying she's a witch. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. She does have a look about her. It's a strong look, actually. I like her hair as well. Yeah, she looks focused. Yeah. But angry too. <laughs> don't, don't, don't throw those, <laughs> don't throw those tropes, man. <laughs> Word boss. Yeah, no, so I just wanted to put it out there to the community so we can get a feel of it. I want to know if it was racism, the fact that they're hating on this black queen and her right to express but this herself. this is just her. This is, a, this is the depiction of her. Uh, uh, this is the same, same, same people. Look, the picture and her. Even the abs. I hear she what you're saying. Just herself. So what do you think mm. this picture means? I mean, this one here is, that one there is poignant. Mm. But what do you think this one means? I think, like, like you were saying before, like, the black woman is a source of life, man. Like, nourishing, sustaining. You know, this is what I was saying. The, the black woman is the greatest representation of God, man, that mm. they could ever be. And I think that's, that's a perfect um, depiction of it. What do you think the symbolism of that particular stool that she's standing on is? Why is she standing on a stool? Mm. Mm. For the pussy to reach the <laughs> the pot. I mean, it's, it's kind of crouched, so if she's just straight, she she's, probably would reach She's it. just straight in her legs. Yeah. yeah but she's showing the Megan Stanley knees, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Esther was. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she's saying, even though I'm cooking, you can still put me on a, on a pedestal. Oh, you will have me on a pedestal cooking. You know what I'm saying? Don't claim that I'm on a pedestal bullock. Exactly. Cooking with my cut. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? No, I'm I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing with this painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's speaking to me. <laughs> and I'm conveying. This is pure art here. We talking about. What you talking about? Yeah. And I don't know why she's getting so much grief, to be honest. I don't know why she's getting grief. I I've think, seen worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a lot of the women. I think it's the last one that the women are probably giving a lot of pushback to because they could just relate so much. You get what I'm trying to say? But... Mm-hmm. Hung. It's <laughs> 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 bondage. I suppose it speaks to the, just the times that we're living in, isn't it? Yeah, for real. This one here is deep, you know. Mm. Yeah, it is. This one here is deep, man. This is that, one is that a mattress or a tabletop? <laughs> Red tabletop, probably. The significance of the colour. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to share that and just put, mm. you know, because we don't never really get into our art bag. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I want to show people that we're cultured and yep. yeah, just have this a little is, this bit. This is sad though. This image is sad. Mm. This image. I see how she's kind of rubbed off the head. Mm. It's like smudged. What do you, what do you think she meant I by that? I don't know, you know, but I mean, let me give me a second. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, one man said just a tip. 
Mm. So she's like, just the tip. Look, I'm dead now. This is a sad image, though, man. I think everybody who's been cussing and been um, taking the piss out of our work is done out here. Yep. That's that's what I think. Honestly, if, if I had to go, that's the route that I would go down. That was clearly work of art. Talented black woman. Can we all agree? Yeah, 100%, man. Let me just see. There's a breakdown here. Someone's breakdown. Uh, the artist is Leticia Kai. Painting mm-hmm. one is about women's amazing ability to give birth to basically the entire world. Mm. And this ability being far from rewarding because of not only the general risk of childbirth, but also normalized obstetric, 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 violence, with an emphasis on the Ivory Coast, as this is where the artist is from, and where it's okay for midwives to physically abuse a woman labor to keep her lucid painting two is captioned with a woman's place is in the kitchen and it's basically an indictment of the patriarchy and gender roles quote if logically our place is only there it's because we surely cook with attributes men don't have that makes them unable to be there too painting three is a metaphor for sexual assault though it's also a perfect representation of the ungratefulness of the patriarchy, in my opinion. All oh, the I didn't get that. I didn't get that. Well, she's just giving her take. You mm-hmm. understand? We're all art critics. Yeah. All three intentions are obvious and obviously needed to be reiterated through art or any other means. And the unintelligent comments and quote retweets are exactly why. Let her land. Let her land. I don't know, don't know about the uh, interpretation of the last one. I think that was a representation of the female's bondage with manhood. And, mm. but you know, art is to be interpreted, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So there we go. Until we speak to the artist, we won't know what she's really trying to convey. But mm. hey, 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 hey. So yeah, but anybody making stupid comments about that beautiful art, it's done it here. Mm. Let's get into our actual man. Hey, man, because the men be choking us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, I hope I have enlightened you lot today, man. Thank you for taking part in a great show. Thanks for everybody that got involved in the chat, like the videos, that's sharing, and everybody that's subscribed. Um, everybody's using the Discord. That was smooth. Mm. That was smooth. It was. We'll be here same time, same place tomorrow for a great show. Peace out, people. Peace.